All righty, uh, I think we're going to go ahead and get started. If everyone could uh, have a seat, and we will uh, we'll get the afternoon going. So for those of you who don't know me, I'm Joe Polaro, uh, the uh, head of investor relations uh, here at Wix. Um, I want to thank everyone for coming today. It's great to see uh, all of you here and uh, a nice crowd. Uh, it's a very exciting afternoon for us. Um, we had a really big team that helped put everything together here today. Uh, everything here in the room, all of the content. Uh, it was truly a team effort here at Wix, as it usually is. And uh, I want to thank everyone for helping out. And uh, it was, it's going to be a, uh, hopefully you find it uh, as exciting as it has been for us. So um, a couple quick just housekeeping items. Um, hopefully you found that there's food and refreshments in the back, and we're going to keep food uh, and, and refreshments out throughout the day, so uh, help yourself. Restrooms are also back in that corner uh, on the other side of the food table. Um, we have uh, some gifts for you uh, in the back, uh, a growler and a cup, so please uh, take those uh, before you leave today. And we're actually, when we're done here uh, today, we're going to actually uh, uh, welcome you to join us out in the lobby uh, to uh, socialize a little more, have a few cocktails, and uh, uh, hopefully uh, get to know each other a little bit better. Um, so now, just to take care of a little bit of legal business that uh, we're obligated to, we are going to make some forward-looking statements today, and we point you to our risk factors in our, in our 20F and the disclosures here. Um, I'm going to bring Nir up here in just a few uh, seconds to kind of MC the day, but I want to give you very quickly kind of an overview of how this day is going to go. We're going to uh, uh, start with a fireside chat with Mark and Avishai to give you a little bit of an overview of the vision here at Wix and what we see as our opportunity going forward. Uh, we're then going to invite our head of product, David Schwartz, uh, to do a little deeper dive uh, for you into Wix code. Um, we will then take a break for about uh, 15 to 20 minutes. Um, uh, then we will come out of the break and have Omer join us to update you a little bit on marketing. Uh, Nir will uh, talk about our business model and kind of an update on how our cohorts have been performing since the last time we were together. Uh, and then Lior will wrap up the uh, afternoon with a uh, financial overview and update. Uh, we will do a question and answer session after Avishai and Mark, and we will also do one at the very and so if you can hold your questions to those points, that would be uh, fantastic. So without, uh, without any more delay, I'm going to invite uh, our president and COO, Nir Zohar. Uh, thank you, Joe. Um, <clears throat> and thank you, everyone, for joining us today. Um, it's very, it's uh, really great to see so many familiar faces in the crowd and also see quite a few uh, new faces. Uh, I really think we have a great afternoon uh, lined up for you. And I have to say that the level of excitement at the company today, the level of excitement at Wix, is beyond anything that I've ever seen. Um, we truly believe that we are just, you know, just at the, at the early stages of what we are, we are set up to create at Wix. And, uh, and we wanted you to walk away today uh, feeling some of that excitement understanding why we think that this is just the beginning, just, just getting started. So <clears throat> it's been two years since we last stood here in uh, June of 16, and a lot has happened over, the, over that time. Um, we've grown our users by 50% to over 130 million users. 
Subscriptions have grown by 78% to 3.5 million. Collections this last quarter were nearly 160 million, which is more than double what it was two years ago. And we have achieved all of this growth while generating a considerable amount of free cash flow, over $130 million over the last two years. Now, these numbers, I think, are very impressive, but, but for me, what's much more exciting is all of the product and technology innovation that happened throughout, uh, throughout uh, those two years. And I'm going to touch kind of the major milestones. Obviously, it's, it's not the full list, but... You know, two years ago, when we were here, we, we, uh, we launched Wix ADI, which since has been a very substantial part of, of our success. Uh, we launched vertical applications, such as photographers and, and, and events. We completely re redesigned the Wix blog. We launched the Wix video, which is uh, an amazing application for businesses and, 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 and people to use in order to manage and showcase uh, video online. We launched our, our, our mobile app, the SEO Wizard, the Wix Forum. Uh, we relaunched the Wix Arena for, for designers and experts. We created the Wix Logo Maker, and we already begun selling Wix Answers, uh, which is our customer support suite. <clears throat> and obviously, and probably one of the, the, the biggest things that, that we've done is, is we launched Wix Code late last year. Uh, it's probably the most substantial change to our plat platform that, that we've ever done. Um, and we think that it's going to be a significant part of what we're doing and how we're growing uh, in the future. And you'll hear more about it today uh, throughout uh, the sessions. So when we try to think about what are the objectives for today and what we, we most want to do here, is, is, is we wanted to know, talk about things that normally we don't talk about. Usually we talk to you guys... Uh, when, when we do earnings, we talk about quarterly results. And today we want to give something a bit different. We want to talk to you a little bit about how we think about the, the company, how we think about it long term. And we want to give you a better understanding why we think about it like that and why we are so excited. So without opening, I'm, I'm going to shortly invite uh, Mark Toulouse and Avisha Abrahami uh, to the stage to talk about how Wix has been evolving and about the strategy in the future. Um, many of you here, I think, are familiar with, familiar with, with Mark, uh, but just in case uh, you're not, uh, Mark is our chairman, and he's also the co-founder and CEO of Mangrove Capital Partners. Um, not only has Mangrove been one of our first investors, uh, to date, they're still one of the biggest shareholders in the, in the company, and we obviously thank them for, the, for their amazing support. Mark uh, really has seen Wix grow from like a tiny startup with only early stages of a product, no customers, no revenues, into what it is today. So with that, I would like to uh, hand it over to Mark and Avishai, please. Thank Well, at the risk of sounding a little repetitive today, thank you very much and welcome. Uh, we appreciate you taking the time to spend the next few hours with us, uh, and we certainly appreciate your support and, 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 constant, and constant belief in, 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 what, in what we're doing here, here at Wix. Um, as Nir said, of course, I've had the perspective. I've been an investor in Wix since 2007. 
Uh, and I've seen Wix grow into a magical company. I'd like to think about Wix as really three things. One, it is a product machine. We are able to innovate at a pace unlike any other companies I've seen before across a wide variety of products with really only one objective in mind, and that objective is to make people's lives easier to bring their businesses online. It has been a constant since I invested in the company. The second thing I'd like you to remember is Wix is one of those rare global companies from the beginning. Only 50% of our, of our customers come from the US. And so from the beginning, Wix has been able to deploy itself, has been able to market itself around the world across a number of countries. Large countries include, of course, the UK, Germany, Brazil, France, and many, many, many others. And that is something that makes Wix particularly interesting. It has, it's a fantastic, defendable moat. And the third thing is, is our marketing capabilities. And you'll be hearing a lot about that from Omer a little later. It's very, very difficult today uh, to, 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 to market a product online if you don't have truly exceptional world-class skills. And we believe that the combination of great tech and great marketing is what has made Wix to date uh, so, so special. We are at Wix absolutely obsessed with the concept of total addressable market. How can we make that market consistently bigger for ourselves? Mm -hmm. As you are certainly aware, we have spent the last 10 years focusing on 10% of the website market. 10% of the websites in the world are DIY websites. And we've been very successful there, and we've been able to build a world-class company and a leader in that space. With products like ADI and with products like Code, we've been able to go one step further, and now we're able to address 90% of that market, particularly with the product that is called Code. So as I think about Wix for the next 10 years, I frankly am convinced that Wix's better days lie fundamentally ahead of itself. So the objective today is for us to have a conversation, a fireside chat. Uh, I want you to be able to get into Avishai's brain, think about what he's talking about, understand why we do these things, um, and, and be able then to get this little privileged information. We will then be follow, follow this up by about 15 minutes or so of questions and answers, so Mike will be passed around. Now, before we get into the actual Q&A, I think it's pretty cool to be the CEO of such a big company. 130 million users, that's pretty exciting. I mean, tell us how cool you think it is. Well, for me, personally, I think it's amazing, right? Because with 130 million users, it pretty much means that every day you get to meet somebody who's using Wix, right? And you give your email right in the hotel, and, and, and my email is Wix, right? It's actually A at Wix.com, right? And people look at me, oh my God, I didn't see your Wix. I gotta tell you what I'm doing, right? And, and you're starting about this project, right? And people come to Wix, and, and the level of engagement they have is, 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 is amazing because, you know, it's not a search product, it's not a way you buy something, right? It's a way you build something that you dream about doing, right? And we are so committed to putting so much energy. And, and for me, you know, these are the guys I work for, right? I have 130 million bosses, right? Because <laughs> every day I wake up and I try to understand how to make their life better, right? How to understand what they want, what they need, and how to solve it. And having the ability to actually have this interaction, right? And it, it is incredible. But the other part of it is hearing, you know, what happened, right? And, and we have so many, like every day we're getting emails from people that tell us about how we changed their life, right? So we have this really uh, incredible stories about, you know, single mothers that had this issue, they couldn't survive, and now they built something with Wix, or they're selling Wix website, and suddenly they're, they're free, mm -hmm. you know, that they can support themselves, right? 
We have villages in Africa that we completely changed because now they have tourism coming, right? And you hear those stories, and it's really the reason that you wake up in the morning, and at least for me, and it, it, it's unbelievable. Fantastic. So you've really built a great company, a great business. You've become very relevant in your market segment. But what people really are interested today is not what we've done in the past. It's what we're going to do in the future, right? So why don't you tell us a little bit about your vision for the next 10 years of Wix? So I think that the vision of Wix is it's pretty much the same, right? We, we want to create this place where people can come in and, and build what they dream to do on, on the Internet, right? And, and a way for them to build their brand, but... but and beyond that, really grow their business, right? So the guy that sells bicycles down the street can build a fantastic right, store and then a way to manage his relationship with customers, a way for him to market to new customers, right? To run a spa, right? To have a way, again, to be found by customers, to have a way to manage a relationship, for people to come and book uh, your services, right? And I think that this is something that we started with, and I think this is something that we're still aspiring to do even better. So, you know, when I invested in, in Wix 10 years ago, my partners thought I was crazy. They said, this is a crowded market. And it was a pretty crowded market. And, of course, the cemetery now is full of many of those companies. Kind of, what, why, did you, why were you so successful when so many have failed? Well, you're very brave to invest, i got to say, because we were competing, right, with Apple, Microsoft, Adobe, and Yahoo, and so many others, right? And, 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 and I think that... And most of those products are gone now, right? And Adobe just closed Muse, which is the third product they did that is trying to compete with us, and we just closed this month. And I think we started with very different question. And, and what happened is that most of those companies built product for somebody who wanted to have a website but doesn't know how to use the Internet, right? doesn't understand what he really wants. So they built something very, very simple. And we came with a different question. We wanted to build a website builder, that is great for us. And we were focusing on, on, on what will make it really great, right? For somebody who's very technical, or has a lot of knowledge of computers, who understand what you want to do, right? And, and, and we actually named it in the beginning that we're building a website builder for smart people, right? Yeah. Like for people that understand how to, uh, what they want to have online. And because we had a different question, we came with a very different product. Wix is full of functionality, it's full of options, full of features. Our focus was to have a great website that looks stunning, and not just a simple website that will just have something that you have there. And I think that in hindsight, when I look at it, I think the biggest difference was that most people that don't know how to use a computer well or, or what they want to do on their website don't build websites by themselves. They go and pay somebody to do it, right? And, and so we ended up, the people that actually were trying to build a website themselves and run the business online themselves, which is a very different crowd. And that's what allowed us to grow. Right. So this commitment to product is something that certainly many years ago got me excited and something that keeps me excited because you're able to produce so many products so quickly, right? We've made major product announcements in 16, in 17. Um, so let's talk about evolution of product because that's interesting. And to make that a little simpler, I want to break it down into three categories. Category one is around the editor, so our editor. Uh, product number two is around um, everything that's in the vertical space. And three is about products that are TAM-expanding products, right? So anecdotally, before you answer about the editor, we, are, we have just celebrated the sixth anniversary of our HTML5 editor. And that, while that sounds like a lot to us, 
it's a pretty short period of time, and it was one of those game-changing decisions that Avishai and his team made back then, um, and that same commitment to change has driven ADI and code going forward. So talk to us a bit about how, how, how the editor has changed, where it's going, why you're so excited about it. So I think the Wix editor, and this is something that people don't really notice, right? It's by far the most advanced HTML editor out there. You don't feel it. You don't know that you're editing HTML, but you do, right? And, and, and our focus was always on having all the functionality that a professional designer will need, right? That you can really make something that looks outstanding. Yeah. And, and we continue to evolve that. We continue to add things. We're adding more fonts, more layouts. And we added video, right? We're adding more advanced galleries, more graphics. And every time we do that, we see that customer satisfaction goes up, right? And, and, and I think that this is what's so exciting, right? It's really the best way for you to edit HTML. In fact, what you're doing is taking a very technical challenge that is coding in HTML, right? And you're rendering it through a user interface that's so simple. Yes. And I remember you calling me up a number of years ago and saying, you know, Mark, the, the editor is the tip of the iceberg as we build websites. And it's really great. But we're beginning to hear from some of our users that they want more business logic embedded into their websites. And, and you and I were talking, and I think at the time you used a term that said, I want to I build an ERP-like system. And, and I think that was the, the birth of your vertical strategy. Give us a little hindsight around why you made that choice and where you're taking it. So the way we were thinking about it, right, is that we were talking to customers, and they were saying, okay, I have a website. It's great. But the only way for people to interact with me is that they call me or email me. Well, I want them to do more. I want them to be able to actually make the reservations on the, on the website. I want them to buy tickets on the website. I want them to buy products on the website. And then I want to be able to communicate with them. So we set up to do just that, right? And, and we build those small ERP systems, what we actually call verticals, right? Which are allowing you to really manage your business. And it didn't just stop by getting the transaction, right? It also went by to manage your inventory, to give your employees tools and how to do things better, right? Today we are actually going all the way in helping you do marketing and, and going forward communicating with the user, issuing coupons, issuing sales, pretty much everything that you need to move your business online. The benefits of that, of course, is that we as a company get so much higher loyalty from our customers, right? Because, well, you move a lot of your business into Wix now, but in addition to that, most of those things you cannot do any other place. Right. Right? You cannot do this in any other website building platform. So loyalty and stickiness, very difficult to walk away from Wix now if you actually built your business online. So the third category I wanted to talk about is, is, is really the category that for me defines the future ambition of Wix. It's taking it beyond this 10% market and saying, how can I go after a much larger market? And, and of course, we've, 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 we've built ADI as a perfect example because you understood that there is actually a user continuum that exists in website building. And that is a user continuum from basic users to experienced users. Um, and, and so with the first major release post-IPO, Wix ADI, tell us about what was in your mind there because today it's extremely clear that ADI is a major contributor to one of our key metrics, which is conversion. Yes. So, you know, every month we have 2 million users, right, coming to Wix, and, and they're trying to build a website, right? And you have issues with colors and fonts, my issue is with design. I'm a terrible designer. I cannot make anything that looks good. I know what is the content I want to put there. But I can't you know, get the design to look like something I want to actually have live. And, and we have other users that are good at design but don't know what the content is, right? And, and we were thinking about, okay, how do we solve it, right? So we have these 2 million users and we know 
A lot of them have issues in actually completing the website because there's one aspect or two that is challenging them. So I said, okay, what happened if we try to take AI system and, and actually let it do it for our, for our users? And when we started, nobody believed we can because it's a really complex problem. And, 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 and if you think about it, right, even today, you don't really interact with AI. Pretty much, I mean, self-driving cars will come in the future, but today what most of what you do is, 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 is voice recognition. That's the AI that you have. And, and this is much more complex. So we set up to do it. It was one of those moonshot products, like, and, and, and in, luckily it works, right? Mm -hmm. And we can see that it dramatically reduced the, 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 the challenge, right, that, that our users have, and they're able to do amazing things. If you do something, and ADI set you up with a website, right, then you can just click, and you're in the Wix editor. With nobody has else have this kind of functionality. So I think it was a big win for us. As you said, very significant, and we are very proud that we managed to do it. Yeah, my personal anxiety moment was when I was with my son trying to build a Wix website, and I froze. I had this anxiety moment around fonts and colors. My son couldn't understand why I would have it, and you have it for other areas, but this has truly changed where we are, and the proof, of course, is in the pudding. Our conversion numbers have gone up significantly, ADI as a product has mainly been rolled out in the U.S., for those of you who know this, and we are now taking the product international, um, where we expect to see similar results as we've had in the U.S. So, of course, as you build more and more products as a company, it becomes much broader as a, as, as, as a platform, right? Um, and, and so talk to us a bit about, about this in terms of the broadness of the platform that you're building. So this is how we think about it, right? In the middle, right, you have... ADI, the Wix editor, Wix code, which allow you to build your basic website, right? This is, and then you have all those vertical applications, right? Which are essentially small ERP to help you manage your business, right? And, and take orders online and manage your inventory. Then we have marketing applications, right? Which allow you to do better marketing for your, for your website, right? So you can bring new customers. And the last part we're just adding now is a CRM and Wix answers, allowing you to communicate with your users, right? So you can send them messages, you can get messages, you can actually issue coupons, you have a knowledge base, you have a ticketing system. If you're a bigger company, you can actually manage a call center with that. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty much a full suite of products allowing you to manage your business in the best way you can online. Nobody else has that, right? When everybody talks about moving your business to the cloud, it's really an empty sentence because you can do backups on the cloud and maybe put your website, right? But here you can actually move all of your ERP into the cloud, into one integrated environment. You know, and what I'm particularly excited about is when you have a user base as large as ours, 130 million users, adding 2 million new per month, it becomes almost easier for us to produce more products, right? Because you're hearing from it from your, from your users, that gives us the ideas, and at the same time, we can throw it out there and get adoption and create more loyalty, right? Yeah, so this is, you know, most right, companies have this situation where they have to dream about something, right, and then build it and hope that users will come, right? We have a very different situation. We have 2 million users coming every month. And then knocking on the door and telling them, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to do. Can I do this? Can I do that? So we just have to listen in order to understand what our customers want, mm -hmm. right? And, and, and from those 2 million, you know, some of them are not successful in building the thing. That why? Because we don't have the functionality. So it's very easy for us to always understand, okay, what's the next step? What do we need to provide? How much it's relevant for our users. That's right. So six months ago, you decided, I've been very successful on my user continuum by coming out with a product called ADI. That really opened up a market of novices. And you and your team said, well, if it works for novices, perhaps there's an opportunity to build a product for experts. 
reminding everybody that 90% of the websites in the world are built by experts. So at the same time, you answer the TAM question, right? Can I build something to go in there? And that's the genesis of code. Talk to us about that a bit. So, so the way we started is actually looking into our own funnel, right? And we realized, you know, ADI helps a certain kind of users, but then we have a different kind of users that just want to do more, right? And, 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 and we needed to find ways to provide it, right? We have designers on Wix, right, that are using Wix for everything they could do with Wix and then go to different platforms where they cannot do it on Wix. And we looked at that and said, okay, well, there has to be a way that we can solve it. Another issue was that a lot of the users that we have came with different needs, right? That, for example, a book lending club, right? We're never going to build a vertical around it, right? And there are many, many such examples. And we're thinking, well, what happens if we give those guys the tools to do it themselves, right? So they can build their own vertical. They can build their own management system easily. And that's how Wix code came to be. And, 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 and today we can see that they are doing that, right? The side effect, right, of Wix code, of course, is that, well, it serves our current funnel, right? The portion of users that are more advanced, more professional, want to do different things, but it also extends us, right, to this new, to, to this new market, right, which is web developers. Right, right. Well, we'll get to those in a second. Um, so to some extent, what you really did was learn from the experience of going after a target audience with ADI and built a product to go after the other one, which is yes. the expert system, right? So that's pretty cool. Um, now, I always think of code as really a product that, is, that simplifies a very complex function. And that complex function is coding, right? And, and you're able to bring the ability of coding down a level so that more people can do that. There have been a few historical proxies to products like this. Talk to us a bit about those to give some context of where code potentially can go. So I think that there were a lot of examples for history, but I think the most obvious one is Microsoft Access which allow everybody to build a database easily. And, and then you have Visual Basic and, and, and scripting on Excel, right? Which pretty much allow you to do a bit of software and, and build something unique. And, and, and there's, so, so I think it was proven in the past that it can be done. I do believe that there is one big difference between Wix code and those products, is that if you build something with Microsoft Access, it looks like an amateur built it, right? It had this mm. feeling. Yeah, it, it was ugly. It was ugly. It was ugly. Uh, it was ugly and it behaved very, very in a certain way, right? Wix code is built on top of the Wix editor, which really creates things that look super professional. And things you create with Wix code look super professional, right? And this is new. Nobody ever done that, right? Take the simplicity of that and combine it with professional-looking results. So I think in that way, Wix code is a new, completely new category. So we launched Wix code six months ago, yeah. right? Um, the rollout is likely to look and feel a lot like the ADI roll out and feel in terms of timing and things like that. Uh, we want to be cognizant that uh, we want to get as much adoption as possible rather than forcing pricing and things like that. But tell us a little bit about how you're thinking about ADI, uh, about code right now. So we're listed, and, and, and uh, it's still very early. Right? There's still a lot of things that we know are missing in the product. We're going to add them, and, and I think we're going to get even better results. But, you know, one of the things I always tell my team is that when you release a new product, Okay? Don't worry about the amount of users in the beginning that use that. Just try to understand who doesn't and, and fix that. Mm -hmm. We call those things blockers, things that block users from using it. And, and of course, as every CEO would do, I have my own chart, right? Your own uh, objectives. Your own yeah, objectives. my objective and where I aim the product to be. And Wix code currently is about 3x what I thought it would be in this time if I was optimistic. Right. So the adoption is really, really good. 
The, so, so you know there's a market fit. Oh, absolutely. Right? There's absolutely. no doubt. And we're going to show you some numbers right today, and we're going to share examples. So I think this is beyond doubt anymore, right? We know there's a market fit. There's a market fit, and our users need it and are able to use it, which is what the trickier question, right? Mm -hmm. Will they be able to use it? So they do. I think that they, we do know as well that we will probably need a new business model for that or to adjust a business model for that. Right? We're still thinking about what is the right way to do it. Could it include usage base? There is a high probability it will. Because okay. we see such more ambitious project in Wixcode that it kind of makes sense. Okay. And, 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 but really, it's, I think it's, it, it's exciting to see the level of projects people are doing with it. So how many people can use code? Well, within Wix, right, from the 2 million, I would assume many 10,000s every month. Mm -hmm or probably up to 200,000. It right. depends on how much more simple we make it. But if you look beyond Wix, right, I think that there are it's 24 million software developers on the planet, right? And they're building 90% of the websites today. Right. And now we're pretty much giving them a tool that enables them to do what they would do any other place on Wix in an easier way. Not only that, it's actually in a more secure way, right? You don't have to worry about all those things, right? About security, about provisioning, about DDoS attacks, about databases, it all just happened for you. So you can be much more efficient. So let's talk for a second about TAM. That's the question I often get from my own investors, right? Is how big can this be in terms of TAM and addressable market and things like that? And you said, and I mentioned it before, that you know, we've been operating in a 10% of the market kind of thing, and there's 90%. Walk me through how important code is to that specifically. Well, so I think code addresses two different things, right? The first thing it's doing, right, if you look here, it, it, it allows us to provide better things for people to do website themselves, right? So in many ways, it increases the size of the purple circle, right? Yeah. Making it bigger, because now you can do more things with Wix yourself, but it also opens us to a new market, and that's developers, right? And, and so it allows us, for the first time, actually, to approach developers, professional developers, and give them incredible value, right? with what we do. So I think it, it, it significantly increased the time of Wix. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So look, you, you, you clearly made massive inroads, right, into building websites. Um, but as it happens, you've also built products that are not for websites. Uh, we've talked about Wix Answers a bit in the, in, the, in the last few months. Tell us why you did Wix Answers. So when we started... We needed a ticketing system and a knowledge base that is multilingual, and we couldn't find any. So in many ways, we had no choice. We started Wix Answer, but we couldn't find a product to address what we needed. And then and, and we continue to develop that. It's growing. It's now serving 130 million customers of Wix, right? And, and then our friends, people with other tech companies, came to us and said, hey, can I use the product? And we're like, sure, here you go. Sure, here you go. And at some point, it got to be in a level that we said, okay, we need to give that to our users, mm -hmm. right? Because this is a really good way of how to support your customers. Yeah. Our users also have customers, right? We should give that to them. Yeah. So this is how it, 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 it came to happen, right? We develop it for ourselves. You know, what gets me excited about Wix Answers is that we are going to be able to target a product to a closed community, and that kills communities, our 130 million users, right? In a way that is going to be more efficient then most other companies can do that. And that's fundamentally interesting, right? Um, as people love Wix websites, Wix products, they're also going to want to try 
this thing called Wix Answers. And so to some extent, the business opportunity for Wix around that is how do you start layering revenues above your normal revenues, right? So we think about you paying for a fee to use the Wix websites, and Answers comes on top of that. And I think this is the exciting opportunity that comes at, frankly, a very inexpensive cost for us to take this to market. Are there other products that you're thinking about are going to be able to do this? I think so, right? So if you look here again, it's a... So we think about the website as the core, right? And we're always adding more and more functionality on that, yeah. which is doing two things, right? It increases the output, but in addition, uh, it gives our customers a more complete solution. And when they have a more complete solution, right, that they are feeling, I think, a lot more loving toward Wix, right? And this loving does a couple of things. It increases the loyalty that they have to us, but it does... The other amazing thing, right, it, it, they tell their friends about Wix, right? Yeah. Even today, our biggest source of, of, of traffic to Wix, right, is friends' recommendation. Yeah. People, they're telling their friends, mm-hmm. right, about, hey, use Wix for that. It's great. Yeah. And, and this is unbelievable. It's a huge number out of the two million. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and that's, for me, is incredible. A lot of it is becoming because of this strategy. Always adding more and more things to make... Yeah, the way I think about it is we have, just to pick on one area, right? We have millions and millions of e-commerce sites. Yes. And those e-commerce sites all, to some extent or another, need a product that looks like Answers. Yeah, absolutely. And so the opportunity within our group of 130 million is significant, right? Yeah, absolutely. So that's cool. That's cool. Let's kind of move away from TAM for a second. I think we've beaten that horse a bit. Um, And let's go to talk about execution a little bit, right? And, and, and when I think about execution, I think about Wix's R&D framework. In, in, and by the way, this is my simpleton view of it, right? It's obviously more complex than Wix. But I think of how Wix develops and invents products in three buckets. One is, what are the products that are going to be focused on conversion, improving short-term conversion, right? And we're going to talk a bit about that. Mm-hmm. The second types of products are products that are focused on, you know, trends that are going to be hot in a couple years. Because, of course, as a public company... You're forced to think about a quarter-to-quarter results, but you have a responsibility also to be sure that three to five years out, you have the right products in the market. And so it takes some crystal ball, and you've done that as well. And the third one is all around TAM products, right? So let's first start with the conversion one, and let's focus on the SEO wizard that you came out recently with. So when you build a website, right, the next thing you want to do is get it found by Google, right? If you live in the Western world. And, and this is tricky because how do you do that, right? It, it's not obvious. So we built this wizard that goes and analyzes your website and it's telling you how you should be doing that. And it, it, actually, it's another advanced AI project, right? We don't talk about it so much, but it actually there is a lot of artificial intelligence in this product. And, and it analyzes your website. It sees what happened to other websites. You understand what you should be doing. And then you get those really clear instructions. Move this, change that. And, and, and there's no black SEO magic here. It just helps you to create a great website yeah. that Google will love. That's it. And, and, and the amazing result is that really, you know, you go follow this wizard, click publish, right, which is super easy. And, 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 and 60% of US-based websites that finish the SEO wizard are on the first page on Google. That's pretty phenomenal, right? Because there's an instant gratification to that. And I remember it happened to me. I have a blog, right? And I couldn't get found on, on Google. And then I went through the wizard, and the next day, boom, there I was. You know, number, I was number one on the first page. And that sense of gratification made me go, I love Wix even more now. 
It's really, you know, the, the, the team there did an amazing job, right? And the only thing it does, it makes your website clear for yeah. Google. That's, right. that's it. That's and right. that is enough. But it's really, really hard to do. So this is a good example of a product that contributes to conversion, right? You're building websites, you're publishing them, and it contributes to conversion. And we put all these products together, and it all kind of comes into the funnel of that one number. But as a public company, I also worry, as chairman, I worry about how, how are we doing enough for three to five years, right? And, and you guys have done a lot of thinking around there, notably around what is the trend of video, so every single piece of data that I read is that video is going to eat the world, right? Nobody's going to blog anymore. They're all vlogging, right? And so on and so forth. And people want to put their content up and sell it. And you guys came up with Wix Video a couple years ago, and you're in prime position to succeed when that trend hits. So walk us through the logic that you had two years ago when everybody said, do you really want to do video? And so we were like two years ago, we started to understand that the trend is happening, right? And yeah. we're seeing more and more content moving to video, right? Today, even today, if you want to be relevant, if you're a chef, you want to talk about recipes, you need to do it on video, yeah. right? If, if, if you're an, an, a fitness instructor, right? You want to teach things. You want to do it with video, yeah. right? And, and, and we realized that, well, there are only the places that you can host video, right, are not yours. There's somebody else. It's YouTube, it's Twitch, it's websites that actually, well, they're using their own brand, not yours. So we set up to build this platform on Wix. And, 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 and of course, now Wix has the full support for video. You can have your own video. You can share them. You can actually charge. It's the only place, I think, that you can actually charge for your own buying content. videos, for your own videos, and actually for access to videos, right? So the only website builder that you can do it, unless you hire a developer and do it just, right, with a lot of money, but the only one who provides such a solution. And, and, and the result from that was simple, right? If you needed video before that, you couldn't. Build a website on Wix. Right. Now you can. So automatically increase conversion, increase market penetration, and we're unique, right? It's the only place you can do it. So it actually also increases traction, right? That's why we love doing such projects. Yeah, and that's, that's why, you know, we spend a lot of time talking around what's the future. We spend a lot of time worrying about short-term conversion because we have quarterly reports to do, right? But the, the, the broader picture is how do you think about the future so that you are a relevant business and we're growing a business to be relevant then? This is one perfect example of that. And, and the last product is about TAM, right? You know, grow, growing the size of our market. We talked about code. Um, we talked about ADI. Um, do you think DeviantArt falls into that category? So I think DeviantArt is something that completely extends what we do, right? In many ways, it's a website, a community about art, right? When you think about art, people tend to think mostly about images and, and photos, right? But DeviantArt is a lot more than that. You have fashion designers. You have chefs that show their food. You have <coughs> jewelry maker, costume maker, right? It's pretty incredible. And we are thinking about extending that right into video and music. And, 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 and when you look at that, right? If DeviantArt brings something new, what happened when our users work together, right? And, and they, 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 together they bring more customers, right? They help each other. They talk to each other, right? It's something completely new in the way they interact. So I think I'm very excited about that, doing something completely new. So it sounds like you're pretty happy with the acquisition. I'm super happy. You know that. The more I dig into DeviantArt, the more excited I get. Fantastic, fantastic. Well, I have the privilege, of course, of spending a lot of time with Avishai and, and looking into his soul and his brain and... I can assure you he has a master plan for the next 10 years and where he wants to take this company. Um, and, and how big does this get in your mind? 
So I'm going to say something very ambitious, but I truly believe it's possible. I think that Wix can get to 1 billion users. Okay, now you're going to say, well... 130 million today, 1 billion. Yes. Okay. And I know we're going to say, well, there are not a billion businesses on the planet. I'm going to answer that and say that, well, you think about businesses in the old way, right? Like Ford Motors, right? And, and things are changing, right? And we see that change happening very, very quickly, particularly with the younger generation. Mm-hmm. Your son, right, yes. is selling exotic sneakers. He does, right? yeah. And he, has a, and, and, and he trades sneakers, right? And look at you as his father. Instead of a loser father, he goes to work every day. And maybe at the end of the month, he's going to get some money, right? I sit on the computer. I trade sneakers, right? And I make cash every day, right? And he's 15. He's 15, right. yes, yes. And, 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 and we, we just, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we spoke to this waitress. And she's promoting products, right? On the internet, right? She does an Instagram. She has her own blog. She does a bit of Facebook. And she actually makes money out of that. People paying her thousands of dollars to do it, right? And, 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 and both of those, right? Your son and her, they don't think about themselves. I'm building a business. I'm building... No, they think about themselves as a brand, right? Yeah. She is the brand. He is the brand. It's something completely new, right? They are the business. The personality and the person is one thing, right? right. And we're seeing a lot of those. We have kids, right, that play computer games. And they have fans that follow them on Twitch. And they have fans that follow them on YouTube if they upload like tutorials. And those guys, right, make money by doing private lessons for computer games, right? And, 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 or access to special content right, that teaches how to do something very well. And, and, and when you look at that again, they don't think about the brand as being, I'm building a school for computer games, right? It's about me as a great player. I'm the brand, right? Yeah. And so I think that the world is really changing into a place that will be able to achieve that. It's a bit ambitious, yes. Sure. But I think it's going there. So the definition of what a business is has changed, right? Yes. Uh, I see it every day in my other job, which is venture capital, where I get all these entrepreneurs who want to pitch their deals to me. And I'd say almost 50% of them now have a resume that looks like a website. Now, perhaps they build it on Wix to kind of impress me, right? But, but the point is they have their own brand, right? It's no longer just LinkedIn. It's they have their own brand, and they want to be able to use that for different ways. It's not just about work. It's about that, and that's what you're saying, right? It's, that's how we get there. The fundamental definition is different. That people really manage their brand now, which yeah. is something that never happened before, well, a little bit, but not to this scale. That's right. That's right. Well, that's interesting. That's interesting. So, okay, you put a number up here. That's, that's, that's fine. And, of course, that's, you know, for, 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 for a little later on. And, but to get there, of course, we're going to have to continue to innovate. Yes. We've done a great job of innovating major products with ADI and code. Um, and, and I know that by the end of this year, you will be announcing another major product. I know this. Of course, I have the benefit of insider information. Um, but, but, but can you tell us anything about that today? I only want to say one thing. I was not trying to reveal this product. Right? The team is pushing me to, say, to talk a little bit about the product. So I'm going to be very limited and what I'm going to say. And uh, we're working a lot on, 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 on finding the ways to help the 130 million users that we have work together to create better things, right? There is a lot of power in what happened when we take the whole community, right? All the users, allow them to do things with each other, yeah. right? And a new set of products you can probably see in the next couple of years will be targeting a lot of that. What you're talking about is a network effect, right? Yes. In many ways, it's the network yeah. effect. I obviously have been very... I love network effects. I was the first investor in Skype. And so it, networks effect do pay off. 
And fundamentally, if we can get this happening at Wix, it is another major revolution of where we're going. So that was my last question for you, Avishai. Thank you for taking the time. Um, we will now open it up for questions. Joe, I think, or somebody, Maggie has, has, the, uh, has a microphone. So why don't we start here? Avishai, hi, it's Sterling from JP Morgan. So when you talk about the billion potential users and the individual becoming the brand, do you need to change the way that you go to market or reach those users versus how you traditionally have attracted the 130 million registered users that you currently have? I don't think so. When I look at them, uh, when I look at a lot of them, and uh, I see that they're already using Wix, and I think we need to provide some additional functionality to make it even better. But I think essentially, right, they already, like, the, the, the trend leaders in that universe is already using Wix for what they're doing. And I think that uh, uh, the level of sophistication they have is unheard of. Like, it's incredible to see. Next. Hi. Okay. Thanks for having us. It's Brent Phillip Jeffries. Um, can you just maybe expand a little bit about the Google partnership and, and what you can do with them? GoDaddy highlighted a partnership recently with Amazon, and they expect that them to carry them into the market a little bit faster and harder than maybe they would have on their own. Can you talk about maybe the tailwinds that, that Google will give you? And I had a quick follow-up on code. So I think we, we pretty much said most of what we have to say about the Google partnership. Mm -hmm. I think that uh, we're helping them with the uh, Google Suite. They're helping us with many different things that we do in order to carry Wix into the market and make Wix better. Uh, and it's a very tight partnership. And, uh, and I think that uh, we are very happy with it. I think Google has a massive exposure. So it's pretty good to be a partner with them. But uh, more than anything, I think that we think that we're able to bring our customers the best tool out there, right? And I think uh, it's starting from Gmail, right? Gmail is better than Outlook. Advertising with Google is better than advertising with Bing, right? And I think that also with advertising on Amazon. And so I think that overall, the total partnerships of the set of things that we bring is dramatically better than if you go with Microsoft or Amazon. And, and I think everyone's just curious on your view on code monetization. I know you mentioned it. We'll probably see some usage-based pricing, but... Well, he said that. <laughs> <laughs> We're still thinking about it. We know already that we will need to change the way we, we, we do monetization for code because uh, some of the projects are so ambitious, okay? Now, obviously, they should not fit into $15 a month, okay? They don't want it and we will not be able to support it. So we know we're going to have to do something there. We are still trying to find the right formula, okay? And, and we are no rush, right? We are not trying to run in toward that, right? Because we have time to look at it, learn exactly what is the best way, and then do it. Thanks over here. Uh, Jason Helsing from, from Oppenheimer. Two questions. So uh, at one high level and one a bit more detailed. So if we look at um, Wix, the stock valuation versus other mid-cap internet, um, SaaS companies, it would look like Wix is trading a lower uh, valuation relative to its growth rate, whether collections or revenue, um, especially versus two years ago. A as you're thinking about, you know, as chairman and CEO, um, kind of why do you think that is, and um, do you think that there is kind of uh, maybe missing pieces in the story relative to, you know, two years ago, it was a, a simpler story. And then the second question is, um, 
There was comments about the rollout of Wix Coach look like ADI. I think that was just said. And what we saw, ADI had a high impact in the U.S. early on, and then we're saying it's going to take longer for it to penetrate internationally. I mean, is that, the, is that a fair way to think about code? We'll initially see a, a big boost in the U.S., and then it'll take longer to, to go around the world? So for the first question, I don't know. I'm going to have to direct it to you, right? I'm not a stock analyst. And, 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 and I really have no idea, right? I don't know how investors think. And, uh, and uh, we're trying to, I'm trying to do what I know, which is how to listen to customers and build products for them. And, uh, and uh, on the second question, I think I can say a bit more. I think that most of the users of Wix code that we're seeing today uh, know English better, right, than the average user. Not all. So it's going to be probably a bit better than ADI, which is like very geographically oriented because content in the United States and content in Australia are different, right? Or in Singapore are different. And with ADI, that was meaningful. With Wixcode, I think we can do all the English countries at once. Plus, we are able to uh, uh, find a lot of users that are in countries that don't speak English, but they do English. They do understand English well. Because they are they a bit code more technical. In English, right? they, yeah, code they code in English, and, and then they know English. Avshai, two questions. <clears throat> Uh, sorry, Peter Treadway. Um, of the billion users, what mix of them do you think are expert versus? So, if you you know you had the the blue to purple scale, what mix of them are expert users versus call it ADI users? Um, and then the the follow up question was: you talked about usage uh, based pricing. So, when we think about the costs associated, um, what are the incremental costs that you're seeing with code users? that would drive you to usage-based pricing? So about the first question, right? So if I look at the definition of going after a billion users, of course, that's not going to happen from 24 million software developers, right? Because even if we move all of them, it's just a tiny drop right in the bucket. I think that the interesting thing is that if we look at, at, at the free example I gave, right, which is Mark's kid, right, the guy that plays video games, and the, and, and the waitresses, and, and two out of three are actually in the level that they can be weak code users, right? So Mark's kid and the guy that play video games, they build like these crazy things. A lot of them do, right? They are very, they are not afraid of doing really complex things. And they, and they, so I would say that not in the traditional software way, right? Out of the billion, probably, I would say 100 million, 150 million can be Wix code users, right? The other side of it is that software developers, right? They bring us, or, or website developers, which is the right term, right? So people that develop websites for other people, they bring us users, right? In many ways, because they build a website for somebody, right? And now they become Wix user, right? So I, I would say that that's going to be another contribution for that. But I think the biggest thing is the micro is the micro brands, where you can see people that are really making themselves the brand. And, and, and if you look at people that are, are 15, 16, 17, 19 today, that's how they think. Something completely changed there. That was the first question. The second one was about the cost of a... So when we released video, I was super worried about it, right? Because obviously, two years ago, we said, okay, we're going to put video for free on websites. <laughs> and we were sure that's going to be abused in any way possible. 
and it wasn't, okay? And, 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 and I think that this is what we are trying to understand now with Wixcode. The cost actually of running a very complex website is less than streaming a video, right, in terms of traffic. And, but uh, I'll give you something, just an example of what, one of the things I'm thinking about, and, and which is, right, so when you write a software, right, if you do it on the front end, we, we can, you can do pretty much anything on Wixcode and we are happy with it. But if you want to install libraries on the back end, right, we'll need to give you a server. And just to maintain the security model, right? And, and, and so this is something that today we don't allow users to do, but we're going to have to price, right? So this is not the standard way of thinking about Wix business, right? Which is like, according to what is the business user. This is something new, right? So we will need to address those things. I'm not so much worried about the CPU and bandwidth cost, but I'm worried that we'll allow our users to have much more flexibility, right, on what they take out of the package. Right here. Yeah, Alyssa Johnson, um, two questions. My first being, you know, as you think about the challenges uh, that kind of small businesses have um, with getting online, you know, kind of where you guys were founded, I was hoping that, you know, now that there's that additional 90%, if you could talk about how the challenges as you look kind of up market um, are kind of the same and different than kind of more that SMB that you were um, typically addressing. Go ahead. Uh, you're going to have to repeat it again. Uh, no, so basically, you know, as you think about the challenges that small businesses have getting online, I was hoping you could talk about, you know, maybe as you move up market, what those, you know, more advanced developers, designers, what challenges they have, um, you know, that you're trying to address with code. So that is going to cover a lot more into detail into that, but I'm going to, I'm going to try and, 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 and explain a lot of the things that, right, you have on a, on, on, when people think about it today, they don't think about, I'm going to take my business online, right? That, that happens, and, and, and we have really good solutions for that. But a lot of it is about, I want to create a new kind of a business, okay? And when we're seeing a bunch of those, right, travel blogs, okay? That's something that is now a trend, right? People go around the world, and they do traveling, they take photos, they write a blog, and then they want you to be able to go and, and reserves and book things from their blog, right? And, 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 and this is not a vertical we ever sold, right? So, so now they have a need to do something very, very specific. By the way, with Wix code, you can do that without writing one line of code, okay? Which is kind of amazing, right? But this is a new thing, and the challenges that we see most of the time is that people just come with those really unique ways of doing something. And Wixcode is solving that. Or, or, or a real estate business, right? We don't have a vertical for that, right? And Wixcode is solving that because you can now build it pretty much with drag and drop and you have your own vertical built exactly the way you want, right? not the way we thought you should. It's exactly the way you thought, you've, you dreamed about it, and this is what you can do. So that's why I'm so excited because it's like massive amount of that remove things that are blocking people from being successful on Wix. One, another way of thinking about this is, is, you know, obviously code is an enabler for these experts to be more productive. Um, so you ask what are the business challenges that those people have. Well, one of the things they have is how do I manage a multitude of websites? Basic things like collective invoicing and those type of things. So those are things we have to think about. Um, and then kind of second, just as you think about kind of, you know, your innovation strategy going forward, you know, with kind of opening up a new um, market opportunity, is it something where you now start to think about um, going more kind of 
you know, having an advanced functionality point of view, whether it's, you know, adding more functionality to verticals that can address, you know, um, more sophisticated users, or do you think you kind of continue with that path of more of a breadth of um, breadth of product offering to address kind of a mass market? So I think that we will always continue to get into deeper and deeper into verticals, as long as our customers is like we pretty much release every month a version on booking or on hotels or on a, or I know our hotel offering, for example, goes all the way to managing which guest ordered what kind of extra thing in the room, right? And managing that in, into this. And, 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 and e-commerce is always advancing, getting, and so I think photographers now are able to do completely new things than what they did six months ago. So we are always aiming to go into deeper, uh, into deeper functionality. And, and the reason is very simple. You know, they tell us what they need, we deliver that. We have millions of people using that, so it's obvious why we need to do it. And I think it's a, a kind of a, a part of the DNA of what we're doing and we'll continue to do it. You know, we know that we have to serve conversion. So I put the R&D framework up there before, right? Wix will continue to serve conversion. Right now it's partially one of our masters. We worry about that a lot. The other one is we have a responsibility to our own selves about making sure our products of the future are there. So we continue to do that. And we're always wondering how do we increase TAM, right? So that continues to be very much how we're focused. One more question, I believe. I think this is Ron. I have the microphone. Ron Josie from JMP. So maybe as a follow-up, Mark, you said one of the first things you said, um, three ways of thinking about Wix is as a product machine. Mm -hmm. So Avishai with 2,000 employees, constant innovation. Can you just help us understand how do you ship fast? How are you going to keep that innovation going now that you're becoming that 2,000 employee company? And then one quick follow-up, just real quick on code. Um, a lot of developers we talk to say they've been using WordPress and others for so long. So how do you convince them to sort of come on to learning a new platform? Thank you. So as for the first question, this is really the hardest part, right? How do we maintain uh, 2,000 and then 4,000 people and then 6,000 people, an organization uh, that can deliver this quickly, right? And, and, and this is something that I'm struggling with a lot, right? And this is one of my, only my big part of my job is, is to ensure that. And the way we did it is that we really created those capsules, right, in, in Wix that are able to get almost any decision done by themselves, and we provide them this infrastructure around them. So we have what we call guilds that are training you and responsible that you would know what you do professionally. But then you, you are inside this capsule, right, of e-commerce, for example, and this is where you are, this is where you meet. They have all the resources they need. They don't have to, well, we're trying to make sure they don't have to wait for anything, right? And, and, and which makes a couple of things happen, right? They're very agile, okay? And they're very agile, they're able to know their customers super well. Because those guys talk to e-commerce people every day. They got to do booking, talk to booking people every day. They got to do photography. They, they, this is what they do. They always meet those users. And, 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 and we actually, a big part of the culture is, is, is that you have to participate in support calls. You have to listen to support calls. You have to answer users. You have to have users that are in your advisory board that are always telling you what's going on. And, and I think that this is a big part of the DNA. And by allowing that to happen, we're able to maintain velocity. Let me add something here. We went through a reorganization at Wix internally a couple of years ago to specifically address this, right? And so the company is extremely sensitive to this because one of the, the number one adjective in-house is speed, right? Things have to happen fast. And so that's 
innate in the culture of the company. And so that reorganization was extremely simple. We empowered people to be able to take decisions and execute fast. And at the same time, if there's a sniff of we're slowing down, the employees are all going, hang on, no, 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 this can't happen. I got to go talk to, to the boss, right? So it's very much part of our culture. We actually have an email called Velocity at Wix.com where people come and tell us, dude, did you notice that that slows us down? Mm-hmm. Let's get it fixed. Right? And uh, so this is uh, uh, something that we're really always focused on. So you had a second question, I believe? Uh, just how do you get more developers using code given they've been using WordPress and other... Well, we don't need to. Right? Word- I would say that I wanted to say WordPress is doing that themselves, but you know, all, all know that the, 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 the story right about the, the Eventbrite website that was just hacked ransom, right? Because he had a blog by a company that I wouldn't say the name. And the reason is that it's super easy to hack into this website, right? It's, it, the maintenance is so bad. It, it, it's like you build a website, right? And then you have to maintain the OS. You have to patch the OS, patch every plugin. You have to. You have so much effort just in maintaining that, okay? And actually developing on Wix code is so much more simple. And then you get the full security, right? We hire hackers every month, right? The best hackers in the world to break into Wix sites, okay? And then we fix what they did, right? And, and by doing that, right, I think we are able to create a, a, a huge value. And developers are curious, right? And, and they're very far from being stupid. Like, if you want to show them, right? I'm going to give you an example after that today with... They did a presentation. We showed them you can do this in Wix code like this. It will take you five days to do it. In another platform, they don't want to do it in the hardest way. They want to do it in the simplest way. Mm-hmm. Cool. Thank you. Thank you very much, everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, thank you guys. I think we all found that uh, uh, fascinating. Um, <clears throat> for, uh, for the next section, um, I would like to invite uh, David Schwartz, who heads our product at Wix. Um, David has been with us for over eight years now. And before, before, he, uh, before he became head of product, he actually... M- uh, led uh, a lot of the products within the company throughout those uh, eight years, and also seen a lot of the evolution that he went through as a product company, uh, which is why I think he's, gonna, he's the perfect candidate to talk about the next big evolution, which is Wix code. David. Thanks for coming. Uh, what I want to do today, I want to speak with you a little bit about Wix code, about what makes us very excited about this product, about what makes our users very excited about this product, how it influences their business and how it influences their life. I want to start with our vision, where any business, community, or person can create their dreams online. What does that mean, basically, for us? Is that we have to provide our users with the ability to build any website and any online presence they desire. Now, I want to I talk a little bit about what we did in the last years product-wise. So we did a lot of verticals. We have music, we have restaurants, we have hotels, we have e-commerce and booking, of course, and we keep on changing them. We have tools that allow our users to market their business, such as Shoutout and the SEO wizard. We have the Wix business manager, where everything is encapsulated and allowed them to manage and grow But that is not enough. 
because our users are coming to us and they all want unique things for their business and they demand more and more and more new things. So as much as we do, we need to give them extra ability going to the next step. And that is exactly what Wix code is doing. With your permission, I want to show you a short video that is basically what every user that starts using Wix code sees, that will elaborate a little bit about what Wix code basically is. Welcome to Wix code, creation without limits. Wix code makes it easy to build web applications and robust websites, all with the stunning visual components of the Wix editor. After we enable developer tools, Wix code's advanced features and components instantly appear. On the left, you'll find your site structure sidebar. From here, you can navigate through your website's pages, Wix code files, and your database collections. Under database, you'll find all your collections. Click on one to view or update it. To create a new collection, click add on the right here. To create a dynamic page, Go to Menus and Pages on the top left. Click Add Dynamic Page. Now you can use one page design for hundreds of unique pages. On the right, you'll find the Properties panel. This lets you add custom interactions to page elements on your site. Select the page element and choose an event from the panel to change its behavior. Then click Add on the right. On the bottom of the editor, you'll find the Code panel. From here, you can write your own JavaScript, add Wix code APIs, and take full control of your site's functionality. In addition, you can create custom forms and collect visitor information. Choose from a variety of user input elements to gather the data you need. To learn more, explore the Wix code resources page. You'll find video tutorials, articles, example code, Wix code API references, and more. So let's see a little bit what Wix users are doing with Wix code. And I want to segment them to three groups. One is ordinary Wix users. The second group are Wix experts and agencies, people who basically build websites for other people. And the third one are pro developers. Let's start with the Wix users. So the interesting thing about Wix users using Wix code is that they actually don't need to code. The most common thing they do is something very simple. They can create a database. They can put data into this database either by themselves or allowing the visitors of their websites to put this data inside the database. And then visual elements are created automatically according to this data, such as dynamic pages or widgets. So as an example, this is a recipes website. The recipes were entered either by the owner of the site or uh, a visitor to the website. And that's a dynamic page that was created automatically according to this data. Hundreds of such pages can be created. A second example, this is a project that was done by a person that has no knowledge of code that allow people to share books with each other and see who landed the books to uh, others, etc. And as you can see, users entered this book information, and immediately this page was created. Same goes with real estate. The information about a piece of real estate can be entered to the website, and then automatically these widgets are created, and there is no need to code them. 
Now, this is a super common case, data-based websites. And as our Wix users are becoming more advanced and more sophisticated, the demand for such websites is becoming more and more frequent. Now, before Wix code, users, these users came to us at Wix and they had no solution. By the way, there was no solution, period, because if you didn't know how to code, there was no way to do it. These days, they are coming, they are doing this with Wix code without coding, and as a result, they convert and become paying Wix users. The second groups I want to talk about is Wix experts and agencies. These people are people that make a living out of building websites for others. And the interesting thing about them is that they cannot compromise. They need to build exactly according to their customers' requirements. And what Wix code allows these people to do, it allows them to take whatever is existing in Wix, and on top of the website that can be built with Wix, add any feature, any application they want. As an example, let's take e-commerce. Let's say we're building a website for a high GMV store. This high GMV store is good with everything Wix offers inside our e-commerce platform, but they wanted a little bit more. In this case, what they wanted, they wanted their users to have the ability to customize a sneaker, changing the color of the laces, the color of the sole, etc. Before Wix code, they had, there was no solution in DIY for this. You needed to go and basically code the website. Now, all e-commerce is for them, and all they need to do is add this element. Now, adding through such APIs elements to existing Wix uh, verticals is not limited to e-commerce, of course. You can add applications and features to hotels, to music, to photography, to restaurants, to bookings, basically to anything you want. Moreover, it's not limited to verticals. We have features inside Wix, such as email marketing and invoices and chat. The chat application, as an example, is a chat that is inside your website. The visitor to the website come and chat with you through the website, and then you see what they told you on your mobile phone as an site owner, you can answer them. Now, let's say you're a customer, you're, you're building a website for someone, and your customer wants to modify this chat. They want animation to run through the chat in weird things. They want to be unique. With Wix code, this can be easily done. The last group of users I want to talk about is pro developers. They used to come to Wix before Wix code. They used to come to Wix to build websites. Now, they come to Wix and they can build any web application they want. And I want to introduce you to Andreas from Sweden, who's a pro developer, who's going to talk to us a little bit about what he did with Wix code. Well, you can say that Wix code has really changed our business. Now, we don't have to say no to any project at all. I'm Andreas, and I've been a coder for more than 20 years now. It all started when I got my Commodore 64 by my parents, and then it really became a passion for me to code. And in 2012, my wife started using Wix, and uh, she's been trying to convince me to start using Wix, and I've been trying to convince her to stop because you couldn't code. And last year, Wix code got released, and I watched the video, and I was just, you know, hooked. Today, websites are very complex. They're like robust machines with APIs, they have rules, behaviors, there's endless lines of code. FreeAI is a gardening assistant we created in Wix code. It's basically a chatbot connected to a website. It will follow you from the seed 
to the food on the plate. For 9Train I, you can see that this is a kind of a small application or, you know, a small system, but it actually contains over 10,000 lines of code. And you need to connect all these kind of systems together. It demands normally like thousands of hours of code and work for developers to do. But using Wix code, we could create and hook all these systems together and form the user interface much more easier that we've never ever been able to do. If you would do this kind of system in another platform, it would probably cost you like half a year. We would have used like two developers, a database developer and a designer. All in all, we saved like 800 hours using Wix code. So, you know, one designer, me as a developer, we worked for two months instead of half a year with all the other people. So instead of investing like 1400 hours, we did it on like 600 hours. So we saved 800 hours and that's because we code. So let's speak a little bit about those things that basically Andreas doesn't have to do when he works with Wixcode. Let's start with security. You develop a website on another platform, you need to upload all those plugins and constantly do updates and updates and updates in order to maintain the site security. Wix does this for them. SEO. Doing SEO for a website is a hard task. In Wix, it's just included there and you don't have to do nothing. Just use the SEO wizard. GDPR. GDPR is something very good that happened to us, actually. Why? Because on other platforms, now people have to actually work in order to add GDPR support to their customer's website. A pro developer doesn't, like Andreas doesn't have to worry about GDPR at all. Clicks a button and there's GDPR support for the site. Maintenance becomes redundant. There is no need to build a server environment and a dev environment. This is done for you. And perhaps more than anything else, when you do even the most robust web application, like the one Andreas did, it includes a lot, a lot, a lot of elements, menus, buttons, etc., that are already included within the Wix editor. So I don't have to code them, I just use them. And I code the extra stuff, the extra unique stuff my customer wants or the project I want to do on top of that. The last thing I want to, I want to tell you about Wix code, something very exciting that I'm already seeing our pro developers doing is building new verticals. Wix offers lots of verticals to our users. Music, photography, e-commerce, bookings, hotels. But there is endless amount of verticals. What about dentists? What about garage? Uh, what about real estate? There is no limit to the amount of verticals. And in Wix, we cannot create infinite amount of verticals. But now, every coder that uses Wix, when they build something like real estate, they can build not only a real estate website, they can build a real estate vertical. This real estate vertical can be reused again and again for their customers or can be offered basically to anyone else. And this brings them business. And for us, it makes Wix a platform basically with endless amount of verticals. Thank you very much for your time. Um, hopefully, um, you now get a better sense of why we are so excited about uh, Wix code. 
Uh, with David, we'll also uh, conclude the first part of the day. So we will now take a 20 minutes break. Uh, we'll be back at uh, 2.10. Uh, feel free to go back and get some refreshments or coffee. Thank you. We're getting ready to start, uh, as we're getting ready to start uh, the second half of the day. Uh, the second half of the day is going to be uh, kicked off by uh, our CMO, Omer Shai. Uh, Omer has been, has been with us for over a decade now. Um, he started back in 2008. He was, he was a young man. Um, but he is still handsome, so <laughs> nothing to complain. Uh, and before, before he comes on stage and he's going to talk about uh, um, how we managed to, to drive the growth and build the brand of Wix, I want to say we started the day uh, talking a lot about our strategy, about, about the product, obviously dived deep into Wix code. And, and naturally, you know, that's, that's, the, that's the core of Wix, the product and technology and innovation. But the amazing thing at Wix, I think, is that it's actually coupled with a world-class marketing team that knows how to take all of those amazing products that are being created and push them out, deliver them, let people know about them, and generate that, that incredible usage. And to explain more about how it is being done, I will now invite Omer to the stage. Omer. I'm new, I don't used to get so, much, so many compliments from you. I, I don't know how to handle it right now. I'm excited. <clears throat> so thank you very much for coming today. They asked me to come with jeans, so I will be the cool guy from the marketing department talking with you. So, so I did so. I wanted to, to wear a suit, but they didn't allow me to do so. So, so um, today I'm going to share with you the way that uh, I'm thinking about the business, how my department thinking about the business, how we are running the business in general, and I hope it will give you more clear insight about how we are taking smart decisions with maintain the growth of the company while building one of the top 100 brands in the world. And I think the key insight that I would like you to take for my my session, and I will say it over and over again through my session, it's how we increase our marketing investment while maintaining the same efficiency that we had when we last time that we talked on 2016, I think, that we talked about 2015, how great are we? So I think that today we are much better than what we used to be, and I will share it to you. But first, But first, but first, I would like to say, what is TROI? Because we are keep talking about TROI and using it all the time, and I think that we are maybe the only public company or using this term. So TROI is time to return on, on marketing investment. And this is how we are running our company almost from day one. We are investing money and see what is the percentage that we are getting in return from this, event, from this investment on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis, by GEO, by source, almost by everything. Unfortunately to me and my team, I'm a bit numbers freak. 
my favorite movie is Moneyball, because how they using money to win uh, baseball. You know, I'm from Israel, I'm not supposed to, to understand baseball. But uh, actually, this is how we are running the marketing and general the business at Wix. We're using numbers in order to win, exactly like they did in Auckland till they lost. And, and again, you know, this is exactly what we said when we went public. I'm not sure how many of you heard us saying before we went public, but our goal is to keep TROI of seven to nine months while constantly increasing our marketing investment. So what does it mean? That means that after seven to nine months, we are getting 100% of our, in, our investment. And this is something really unique. Not a lot of company can say that for so long they are investing a lot of money in marketing and re getting the return, full return of the money to seven to nine months. And how we are doing it? We are using a formula. And this is the formula that I wanted to share with you today because I would like to help you understand my daily. And this is the way that I'm and my team measuring everything that we are doing. So we are measuring effective acquisition cost. What does it mean? It's collection per subscription divided by acquisition cost per subscription. And the beauty about this formula is that everything that happened in our company can be implemented to this formula. So for example, we improved conversion. It's here. We and change ARPU. It's here. I moved budget from Russia because of the ruble to the States. It's here. Everything is here. And again, the way that we are, we are measuring it, it's hourly, weekly, monthly, everything, all the time, like crazy because it's important for us. So the effective acquisition cost for Q1 18 was 0.57x of what we, from the investment that we did. What does it mean? That means that, that we invested money at the same quarter, the same three months, we got 57% from the investment. And why I am happy about this number? Because I know the number by hearts. And I know that if you have 55, 57, 58, 54% of your investment in the first quarter, we will get 100% of our investment after seven to nine months. And this is what we, and personally I, promise you when we went public. And this is amazing numbers, guys. Not a lot of companies can said that they're getting almost 60% of their investment in the same quarter. And this is how we are managing the growth all the time. Now I will share with you something even more interesting. Okay. I will give you some time. No, I'm sorry about it, it wasn't intentional. 
Marina, it's not because of the image that you tried to took. So, I think it's a line, right? It's a linear line, right? So here is Q115. There is Q118. And what we are seeing here is the percentage of return that we got from our investment at the first quarter from our investment. And you can see amazing line. Effective acquisition cost that's stable. Stable. But the thing that I'm most impressed by is at the same time, this is the marketing budget. So we moved up from $19 million and Q2, Q1 of 15 to 44 and Q118. And according to Moneyball, it's 2.3x. Okay? So we moved up in terms of our marketing budget from 19 to 44, but maintained the same effectiveness of, of our marketing. And the result of that, this is how much money we got from our investment. So at first quarter of 15, we got $11 million, while now we are getting 25. So I hope it was clear that if this is your question, the answer is no. I hope it was clear for you that we are doing a pretty good job. Now I will explain you how we are doing it. Okay? So, and again, I'm taking part of, of the things that are uh, from support and more because I would like to take credit to myself about all the, all the things that we are doing. But we are expanding the product offering is helping us to improve ARPO and reach. We're working on the funnel. We're improving our customer support, ongoing optimization of the marketing activities, and building one of the top 100 brands in the world. So let's start with something that Daddy just showed you. All those things make my life easier. Every time that I'm talking with my team, we're saying we are not a marketing company. We are a product company. Our goal is just to show the world what they can create with the tool that we are giving them. Our life is like to enable others to be better. Right? Think about it. Avishai, I think, so, I think they talk about it. That everyone who would like to build top four, a website that looked exactly like top four, 500, four, 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 Fortune 500, can do that with Wix. One product that I would like to talk with you, I'm so, you are all surprised, I'm sure, that it's a Wix code, right? And again, I think that uh, I hear about the is acquisition cost is stable, yes. And the second one, how you are going to promote Wix code? I think those are the most common question. So, again, you saw those before. Also, the Wix users, the Wix expert, and the pro developer. The privilege about our business model and the way that we are doing marketing, that we have 2 million registered users every month. We have 130 million already in our platform. We have all of them already in our platform. It's going to be much bigger because our product is getting better and our brand is getting better. And every time the people indicate that we are doing something better, they are coming and they're saying a friend. One of uh, the things that I would like to 
explore more is to talk about the Wix experts agen and agencies. So a week ago, a week and a half ago already, and we went back to Israel in the middle. We were in Miami, and we met Wix experts. And, and, and for me, it was, it was amazing. We talked with around 100 or even more people that live in their life around Wix. They're building business around Wix. They're earning tons of money around Wix. And Sterling, I think that you asked about, or Ron asked about people who move in from WordPress uh, to Wix. And, and one of the uh, people there at the conference, he came to me and said, I, I, I would like to talk with you. I have a, a great case study that I would like you to create a video of. And he has 100 websites on WordPress. He moved everything to Wix, and then his SEO ranking moved up. And all our, his friends, our developer, that were joking on him because he said, I'm going to move to Wix, now jealous because he took all the first position on SEO. Another interesting story, and, and, and again, this is something that, that I think is, you can see as a theme through the presentation, is talking about our users and the progress, the progress that they're having. So I'm so excited to see how smart our user became. And this is just one example. So Naily, okay, she's Wix user since 2010. And she was building website for herself. So for herself, after five or six years, she became an expert and started selling sites for others. So she moved from regular users, right, to the middle to be an expert. And then she's part of a group of uh, power users on our Facebook group. And when we open Alpha, using users, we invite them to to come to Wix. And we invited her to come to Wix, and then a lot of people told her, there is no way that you can code. There is no way that you can use the Wix code product. Two months after that, she launched a YouTube channel. And a whole brand, you're all more than welcome to go and browse their YouTube channel. She called herself the Wix Code Queen. Okay? Those are all the videos that she created in order to educate others how to use our platform. Not only that, a group of developers from Florida came to me and told me that they took hours from her to educate them developers how to, Wix, to use Wix Code. So what we see here is that a user that's moving from being a user to be an expert to be a code user. Part of the things that we are going to do through 2018 is to build an ecosystem of web designers, developers, with all the tools that they need in order to, to more and more and more build a business around Wix. Avishai Manager, ERPs, um, they can do almost everything engagement with the user to connect, grow, everything. And all the things, the beauty about it, that we know when and where to show them the product. The next thing that we, that we are doing in order to keep the acquisition costs 
stable through the years while increasing budget is funnel optimization. Another thing that through working on this presentation I was impressed by this number. Okay? So we are doing 11, we did 11,000 tests in 2017. 11,000. You're familiar with more companies than me, but I think this is number you are not hearing a lot about tests through the year. Right? Correct me if I'm wrong, by the way. Right? This is the marketing uh, presentation. You can talk. Uh, I, 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 I have one test example that I would like to share with you. So that was the page that uh, our user had after they registered to Wix for a long time. And last year, we did a test that I will show you now. Okay, so user going is telling us he's working for building a website for himself or for a client. Here is for himself. He would like to create a business site. We ask him if he had it before or not. And then we direct him, for example, to start with the ADI. This is the privilege that we have. Avishai mentioned it before, right? Like to show the user the right website that they need. And after that, they also can move to the Wix editor from the ADI that they chose. Another example is users at this time building websites to other clients. He is designer and developer. I know him, by the way. And this time, is building online store. So we suggested for him to start with the editor and the next page that he will get is the template page that you're all familiar with. So two things that happen here. First, we improve our results. Okay, we had a better improvement of the funnel. Second, we showed the user better experience because we told him how we think that he should start with. And the third one, we also got information about the user, and the user was happy to share the information with us. And after that, what we will do, we will show him a better content on our platform. So for example, if he developers that would like to build an e-commerce site, we will show him more content about code. Now we'll talk about our customer support. Um, Elad is not here, but I will happy to say that I'm thrilled from the amazing job that they're doing in supporting 130 million users. It's something not easy, and we talk about Wix Answer and how we develop it to ourselves, and today you're more than welcome to go to the, to the Wix Answer and to start searching for solutions, how easy and cool it is. Not only that, we increase our headcount in 3x to 2016. And today, the callback is two minutes. And this is a number that I'm really, really proud of. So every user that's calling us, that's asking us to call him, getting a callback in two minutes. Additional thing that we will do, we will, we will open a support section in Europe to give, to give the same service or level of service that we are giving in the US to those users as well. Now we talk about 
finally what my team is doing and not other. And first I would like to introduce my team. So we have 220 employees, almost all of them based in Israel. We're doing the marketing in 17 different languages, 18 different countries. And all of our marketing activities are done in-house. This is something that we are really proud of. We believe that marketing is part of the core of the company. And we believe from day one that we need to be close to the product and understand the product really well. And after that, execute in one place. So this is what we did in the last year. Now I'll give you time to take a pictures. Right? So you would like to take pictures now? Marina. So, 2016, we had $84 million. 72% of them were invested online. 2017, we moved up to 118 and invested 94% of, of that online. As you can see, we moved online. Okay? We actually not move online, we actually back online because we are a cool online company. And from day one, we are doing cool stuff online. And the double effect here, that not only we moved online in terms of percentage, we increased the marketing budget a lot. You will do the math. In order to support moving online and increasing budget, you need to do much more. Okay? Because... When you are doing Super Bowl, you are getting 110 to 120 million impressions, right? Think of that. Today, with moving online, we are getting only in the United States 110 quality views every three months. So every three months, we have a Super Bowl viewers, but at the same time, it's not impression. It's not like just part of the game. It's actually targeted audiences who are watching our commercial from the beginning to the end. Those are all the campaigns that we did through the year. It's a lot. We are lack of uh, people. We need to hire more. If you're looking for, if you know someone who would like to work in my department in Israel, you're more than welcome to send him over. Because we need to do all those things. See the amount of creative, and this is the small portion of all the creative that we are doing. You can see more. I chose one of them just to show you. And just to add on what you will see here, there are so many things that we calculate when we're thinking about commercial. It's from choosing the actor, what is, kind, what is the impact that we have as an audience. Can he carry the message? What's going to be in the five seconds? What's going to be in the ten seconds? What kind of thing he will wear? He's going to stand or he's going to sit? All those things already implemented is what we are doing. So I just created this dope website with Wix. Let me show you how I did it. First up, go to Wix.com. All right, so next, pick a template. Like, there are literally hundreds you can choose from. Ah, this one's definitely feral worthy. <laughs> now, this is where the magic happens. 
You're gonna add an image and some text. Wait a minute, Frank, Brandon, David, who are these guys? You know, one day I'm gonna create Feral Font. You guys know I got a lot of videos. Here, I've uploaded them all. And with a subscription, you guys can check out my top secret material. Hey, yo, I'm killing it in this high quality. See, I'm a sharing kind of guy. So here's my Instagram, instant access. <laughs> I look good, what? Man, I know how hard it is to make people stand up and listen, but with a site like this, you're already there. Go to Wix.com and create your stunning website today. That's all you got to do. It ain't hard. You ain't doing nothing. Stop eating chips. Stop buying chips. Buying chips and, and come to Wix. And the beauty about, about it is, first, uh, I, I'm impressed by the quality of the work that our team is creating. But at the same time, the focus of the products. And we talk about us as a product company, uh, the bookings that we show, the Instagram integration. And almost in every commercial, we try to bring new things in terms of our product to the commercial, like chat and more that we just have. Another thing that is really important is the global approach. Mark mentioned before that from day one, we build our company with a global thinking. And currently, we are doing marketing in 17 different languages, all the countries in the world. And I will show you one of the creatives that's currently running. I'm sure that you will find it a bit uh, similar to what you just saw. Salut, moi c'est Laura Calu. Aujourd'hui, je vais vous montrer comment j'écris mon site pour présenter mon portfolio avec Wix. Je vais sur Wix.com. Là, j'ai le choix parmi des centaines de templates. Et j'aime bien celui-là. C'est tout moi, quoi. Il est sobre, discret, mature. Avec Wix, je suis libre de changer mes textes, mes polices, changer d'avis, rechanger d'avis. Un peu comme avec ma vie sentimentale, quoi. Avec la galerie Wix Pro, vos photos sont en qualité HD. Tu peux zoomer sur mes grains de beauté, sur mes yeux. J'avais jamais remarqué la profondeur de mon regard. Je rajoute une galerie vidéo pour afficher mes dernières créations. Ouais, parce que tu vois, moi, je suis un petit peu une artiste. Wow Wow, comment je suis en place Je connecte mes réseaux sociaux à mon site Wix pour que mes abonnés soient au courant de toute mon actu. Alors, voyons le résultat. Sympa Rendez-vous sur Wix.com et créez votre site web dès aujourd'hui. This is the result of all the hard work and the decision to go from TV to online with the increase of budget. So if in 2016 we had 1 billion views, now we have 3 billion in 2017 and going up. So we said it more than once, we are building a brand. We are going to build a brand that's going to be one of the top 100 brands in the world. Okay, we are working really hard to do so. Now, we already, we already the strongest brand in our industry. This is the amount of searches on, on Google globally, on average, 
from January to March 2018. As you can see here, we had 4 million searches in a month. And I think Avishai said it really clear, this is just the beginning. Part of the branding activity that we're doing, we're doing partnership, we did Super Bowl, influencer marketing, podcast, and more. One of the things that today I wanted to show you and to emphasize is about a great partnership that we are doing in terms of sports. So we are doing partnership with the New York Yankees, with Flamengo in Brazil, and with amazing partner for the city organization. And I wanted to share a great partnership story that we had lately. And after that, a movie that we didn't share with the world yet, and you're going to be the first. So Manchester City just won the Premier League Championship like a month ago. And for the last game, we wanted to celebrate with our customer. And we invited our user to participate in the opportunity to be in front of all the fans in the Manchester City Stadium. So it's going to be our lead we gave to our fan. And because the user who won, he earned much more than that, that I wanted to show you. I would love to do it again. Put me on. I can play the match. not going to forget this day. By the way, uh, around 30,000 users submitted their site, and he was the winner. So if there is one thing that's important for me that you will remember from the guy with the jeans, is that we maintain our marketing efficiency while making a lot, a lot of investment in the last three years. So we moved up 2.3 in terms of marketing budget while keeping the same efficiency. Thank you very much. Wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. 
Uh, <clears throat> so I know uh, that we said at the beginning that there's not going to be Q&As, but we got high demand for Omer, apparently. So we'll take just five minutes, Joe, five minutes of uh, Omer questions. Please stick to marketing and Omer. We'll do a more, more general thing at the end. Okay. Thanks. Nat Schindler from Bank of America, Merrill Lynch. Um, I was interested to see that you've moved back online, increased your online percentage. While most of our companies, we're hearing most internet companies, particularly in like online travel and some other spaces, are doing the opposite. What in particular are you seeing in the, um, in the efficiency of online? In, if you can give me some direct dollar terms. And when you said that you got the, a Super Bowl's worth of impressions every three months in the u.s in the u.s how did that how does that three months of spend compare to a super bowl uh ad in that so i can share this one this part about exactly the budget but it doesn't matter because eventually the the things that is matter is the efficiency of those money because all the money currently invests smartly so we're getting all the money back in seven to nine and getting the 55 to 57% in the first quarter. But regarding to your previous questions, um, I, think we, I think that we cracked something, that for other companies, they didn't do it yet. This is what I'm hearing from Google, that uh, wanting me to talk with every, every leader of their company about how we are doing execution on one place, and I'm hearing from Facebook how we are doing on other place. So there are some things in methodologic that, um, that we solve that for other companies for now, according to what you said, it's a bit more difficult. Um, I said before, it starts for choosing the right presenter. You know, it starts from the product. And after that, from the right presenter to the structure of the commercial and to more and more, more and more things that we are doing smartly, including targeting, this currently works us really, really well, and it's just the beginning of what we are doing there. One more just quick follow-up. Yes. That increased expense. Yes. For you to invest? No, for you. <laughs> for us to invest is with. We know that. For you to invest. I, I think that the good thing that happened to us is that everything is working. This is a huge privilege when you see everything is working really well. Conversion is up really nicely, so you can invest more. So it, there is not spe something specifically. It's just all across the board. Okay. Great. Um, Lloyd Walmsley from Deutsche Bank. I uh, just wanted to get your perspective on, you know, as you think about new products, how will the marketing go-to-market change for things like Wix code and answers, and how do you think about TROI, particularly as you're ramping new product uh, in terms of marketing? So it's depends if uh, we decided to invest marketing budget or not invest in marketing budget. The huge privilege that we have at Wix is the two million users who are coming every month and the 130 users that are already in our platform. 
And you need to remember that we have their business area where we can contact them and to discuss with them new things. We have the email marketing, and we have the current product to push more and more product. For example, the chat product that we start launching, when we implement the chat inside our templates, automatically the amount of users that we got is tremendously high. Regardless uh, of uh, Wix's answer, so this is different product. There are some current Wix users, like the e-commerce, that definitely need this product. In addition to this, there are other audiences that these days are not coming to it. We will do some tests. We'll understand the TROI to those platforms, and according to the TROI, we'll decide how to invest more. Thanks, uh, Nabet Khan, SunTrust. Uh, on the TROI, I guess you're being disciplined with the seven to nine months. Is there a case where you can probably extend it to a longer time horizon, maybe drive faster growth on the top line and accelerate subscriber growth? So maybe, but we as a company feeling really comfortable with seven to nine months. It tells us really discipline, taking smart decision, optimize all the things that, that, we are, that I show you. Uh, definitely, we can see from time to time some things that huge impact on the TROI, but then what we are doing, we invest in immediately more. So we're trying to keep the seven on to nine, but we're trying to fix those seven to nine every time there's something improving in our platform in order to keep the growth. And this is the pretty of what I just showed you, right? So every time that something improved, we are bringing more and more users that eventually will convert and give us more money. Zachary Schwartzman with RBC Capital Markets. How do you think that uh, the effective acquisition cost could change for Wix code? And do you feel that some of your marketing initiatives online could yield an even better return now that you already have uh, or a better return for the Wix code target market? So definitely the effective TROI, the effective acquisition cost is going to be improved by Wix code because you will see, we will see more of more users that are going to <clears throat> that are going to use the platform and eventually we'll get more money from them. Avishai just mentioned about the business model that we are thinking about Wix code. It is going to be for more, most of the uh, uh, complex website we can we will charge more and then when we will get more automatically we can invest more. And the beauty about our model. So we know exactly what is the source, what is the gear, or when the user who paid us more came from in order to bring more like those. So this is how we are working. Thank you, my friend. Uh, we'll get more of Omer <clears throat> at the end. Um, thank you. Thank you, Omer. Uh, with that, I, um, I'd like to turn to my section. Um, and if, if we started the morning, the, sorry, the afternoon uh, with uh, understanding how the product and innovation and technology generate our growth as a company, and now we figured out how marketing amplified, amplifies that growth, 
I want to dive a little bit into how does the business model support that growth. And I'm going to touch on a few things today. Um, So I want to I want to touch today on the uh, on the strengths uh, that we get from have a combination between a subscription model and a freemium model, and and how that drives consistency and the visibility that allows us to be so predictable in our business. Uh, I would want to take what Omer did with TROI and 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 kind of connect that into the cohort behavior, uh, so we can have like a full understanding of how that uh, goes into the business model. Uh, then I want to touch about touch the fact that we have no churn on, on the courts, and I'm going to show you that. And we'll finish up with understanding the value, the underlying value that we have within our courts. So first, let's just do quick fundamentals. You will make sure that we're speaking in the, in, in the same language. The way we think about it, there's a registered user. That's somebody who got to Wix and gave us an email and password and registered to the system. Uh, a user court will just be an aggregation of all of these users together. And usually when we speak to you guys, uh, the period that we choose is a quarter, but internally we look at it also on a, on a monthly base and even on a weekly base. And then there's a premium subscription, which is simply a, a subscription that has been bought by one of those users within one of those cohorts uh, in order to, uh, uh, from one of, the, uh, one of our uh, uh, premium, uh, premium plans. Let's start with the, with the subscription and the freemium. Uh, and actually, let's, let's actually, again, touching just for a second the fundamentals, uh, let, let's do the kind of the, the journey that the user experiences as he comes to Wix. So a user will arrive to Wix.com and register, and he will get to us either because uh, he, he got to us through one of those ads that, uh, that Omer's team is running, or alternatively, and about 50% of the people actually come to us through those through organic word-of-mouth uh, uh, traffic sources, whether they just looked, or looked for Wix online or heard from a friend or, or were referred. They will then register, as I said, give an email and a password, um, <clears throat> and then they may or may not build a website. Why I'm saying may or may not? Because there's a chance they got to us because they need a website for tomorrow, then in which case they're going to sit down build a website today. And then there's a chance they got to us just because they heard about us and they found it interesting and they want to try it out, but they don't really need a website immediately. And you have to remember, Wix is not, we're not a social network. People don't come to Wix because everyone is at Wix. They come to us because there's something they're trying to achieve. So again, if they have a high intent immediately, they will probably finish a website fast. If they have a low intent, then they may not finish a website today but they are in the system, and they may come back later, within a week, within a month, sometimes after years, and then start building a website. Once they build a website, there is a very good chance they will convert to premium, just because they want to uh, get the value either of re removing the Wix branding from their website, so put, taking the, the banner out and connecting their own domain name, or they want additional functional, functionality. One of uh, those... ERP, <coughs> sorry, uh, uh, functions that Avishai mentioned before, a store, a restaurant, a hotel, etc. Now, we, uh, we, we usually show you this quarterly, on a quarterly basis, we show you this, uh, this uh, graph, graph of, of the cohorts and how, how they behave. So I want to I break it out for a second, just to make, again, make sure that we all understand it uh, uh, very well. Um, 
The first part on the, on the left side is the cohorts themselves. Okay, it's the size of the cohort, how many users actually registered in, from Q1 of 10 up to 18. And each one of them will obviously constitute the, co the cohort of, of a Q1. The next, uh, the, the next, the other side of the, uh, of the, of the graph are the users, the, sorry, the subscriptions themselves. And here we actually, we, talk, we go even a little bit deeper and we, we deal with the active subscriptions. So basically, at the end of each period, at the end of each quarter after uh, the, the cohort was generated, how many active subs, people who are paying money or generating collections, do we have within our system? And you can very clearly see over, over the years that that number is, is always, it starts at a, at a point, it kind of goes up a little bit, goes down a little bit, and then flattens out over a long, a long period of time. Now, we, you know, we sample for you the Q1s uh, for no specific reason. It's probably because we went public on a Q4, and that was the next time that we spoke with the market. Uh, but this behavior is so consistent, not only within all the quarterly cohorts, also on, on the monthly uh, 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 cohorts. So what we, I want to do today is just for a second show you how does the monthly, all of the monthly cohorts from Q1 of uh, from, from, from January of 10, sorry, and up to they look like. And this is how they look like. Very clearly, this behavior is extremely consistent over the years. Each color here will represent the year. The longest one will be 2010. Uh, and obviously, the shortest one will be 2018. And you see that they are all behaving in the exact same manner. And this is also why we have that, that high certainty, high visibility uh, uh, to our business. And consistency means predictability. It means that we at Wix have a very clear notion of what's going to happen next and, uh, and how we can grow the, the business further, which kind of takes me uh, to the next part, which is trying to tie the TROI to, to those chord graphs. So uh, we asked already what is the question, and, and Omer did a good job at answering it. But let's do a little exercise to try to actually connect that uh, uh, and see how it behave, behaves over the quarters, not only on the first quarter, as, 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 uh, as Omer mentioned. So let's assume that we invested in a certain quarter, doesn't matter which, $10 million of marketing in order to, uh, in order to, uh, to get traffic to come to Wix. In the same quarter, we will get 60% of the investment back, back. So we got $6 million already out of the 10. Now, as time passes, the second quarter will already go up to 80%. And by the third quarter, which, I, which is that seven to nine month target, we are at 100%. Luckily, it doesn't stop there because you've seen the graphs. The courts, they just keep on happening. People keep on either converting or simply paying, our, paying us uh, subscriptions, which means that it keeps on going up. So after four quarters, it'll be at 120%. And in fact, it's kind of leads us to the next slide, which is what we always show you on a quarterly basis, how as time passes, we see that the return just keeps on in terms of multiples versus the initial investment just keeps on going up and up and up. So this will be Q1 of 18, spent $44 million, and to date already at $25 million collected. And if you go back in time, 
in this case to Q1 of 14, 18 million dollars were invested, already 81 were collected, which is a 4.6x return. Now, the cohort behavior also ties up to why we talk about the zero churn. And, you know, two years ago, I actually stood in the same place, and I showed you this graph. This is, the, this is a snapshot of what I showed you two years ago. I showed you uh, uh, the Q1 of 2012, <clears throat> and it was 16, so there we had four years of history on that back then. And it was clearly very clear to see how we, when the cohort was, was initiated, we had about 34,000 uh, active uh, subs. And four, year, four years later, we were at 104% retention rate, a higher number than we actually started, at over 35,000. Now, let's take the two years that have passed and just add that to the graph so I can, I, can, I can make this argument even more compelling. So, two years have passed, and now we're at six years from Q1 of 12, and you can see that even today, six years later, we're at 102% retention rate on that cohort. It means that whether there is a rotation of subscription within the cohort between people who ran out of business to people who now got the intention of building the website, it doesn't matter. And also clearly, as I showed you before, when I showed you all those monthly cohorts, we know precisely how these cohorts are going to behave. So I want to show you a few more interesting things that, that about the retention. So last time we used this table as well, we kind of uh, tried to take the graph and put it on the table. So you see here all, uh, kind of, uh, the, all of the quarters, 10 to 16, and how many, uh, how many subs, uh, active subs we had when it was, they were created. Then there was the snapshot of, of June of uh, 16 when we presented this, of how many are alive now, um, the time that has passed, and, and, and the retention rate. Let's take that table and add, again, add the two years that have passed, which is that section. So we've added 17 and 18 to the mix, and we also updated how many, how many active subs we have today and how much time has passed, and you, you can see the retention rate is still on the positive side. But I want to point out a couple of interesting things. So first of all, let's, as, just take, let's take Q1 of 14. You see that uh, uh, Q1 of 14 was at, 100, at 134% uh, uh, retention rate back then, it, it's at 124% retention now clearly goes along the same behavior and lines that I just explained. But let's notice something else which is interesting. Back then, when we presented this, uh, the Q1 of 14 was nine quarters old, and it had 134% uh, 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 retention rate. Now, if you look at Q1 of 16, which is now nine quarters old, we actually see that it has a higher retention rate, which basically means that the cohorts and the behavior within the cohorts is getting better. It's getting better because of everything we spoke before, before the better product, the better uh, geographical reach, because people are finding what they're looking for and are able to, are successful in building that website. And also, as Mark and Avishai mentioned at the beginning, because a lot of our products have generated higher stickiness just because now they're managing their business on Wix. And this is, this is not something that's only for, for 14. It's, it's clearly a phenomenon. 
I want to actually try and take this from subs and explain this in dollars for a second. So let's take, let's take 2016. In 2016, the whole of the year, we made $342 million uh, from selling subscriptions. Now, obviously, in 16, the, the cohorts were, that were involved in generating that money are all of the 16 cohorts and all of the past cohorts that we had when we started the year. As we go into 17, we have that $340 million come in again, right? Because there's, there's an over 100% retention rate. So I get the $340 million once more. However, we've seen that the retention rate is actually higher than 100%. So the fact is that there's an additional 5% growth of collections that is not coming from new marketing investment. It doesn't come from new courts. It is coming from the past. It's coming from the existing courts. And it actually brings us to 359 million, again, before Omer's team went and started investing. Obviously, we are not stopping. So we ended up also investing money and generating another $125 million of, of collections to come to the, to the final result of the year of 484. But that is the strength that we have within our courts. And that's also why we talk about the no churn, which is in fact... It's, a, it's, a, it's not really no churn, it's a positive churn or a negative churn. If it's a double negative, I'm not sure what should be the best, uh, the best terminology. But clearly, the retention rate is higher than 100%. And I think that's a, a big part of the strength that we have in our model. I'll switch gears now and talk about, about the value in, within the cohorts themselves. So let's take that, uh, that Q1 of... Uh, <coughs> Q1 of 12 that we, we looked at before when I, I demonstrated the, the um, uh, <clears throat> I demonstrated the, the no churn and the retention. And we can see that we invested $4.6 million back in, in, in 2012 to get this court in. And to date, we already collected $33 million. That's a 7x return. That is clearly, uh, it's very clear that every month that passes, that number just increases more and more and more. However, because we have that visibility, we can take the latest uh, uh, cohort, the one that just happened here in, in Q1 of 18, and, and we can model what should be the return of that cohort. So we spent, invested $44 million in getting this cohort in. It, as I mentioned before, already generated $25 million, but now we have more time on our cohort. So if before we were speaking about six years, now we can look, look, clearly look into eight years. And we can say that in the, the next eight years, this cohort will generate $370 million, which is an 8.4x on the initial investment. I think that there are very few companies that have the data to support something like that, and feel free to come and say that to analysts. Another way to look at it, is that every 100,000 subs that we add will generate $165 million in the next eight years. Now, before I wrap it up, I, I want to do one last exercise, which I really like. Um, these, are, these are all the cohorts that we have today in our system uh, from 2010 up to Q1 of, of, of uh, 18, including that one, the one that just, uh, just ended. And we kind of layer them in the cake 
bay in different colors, so each year has its different color. And this is all, this is money, this is money that has already been collected. This has already happened. This is the past. Now, let's do a little exercise. Let's assume for a minute that tomorrow morning we take the Wix registration form and we delete it from our site. We lock up Wix and throw away the key. No one, no one can come in. No more new users, no more new cohorts. And now let's see what happens for all of the cohorts, these cohorts, as they progress in the next eight years. So again, the, the box represents the existing cohorts, the people who already registered and are, and are with us, the 130 million that we mentioned throughout the day. And what will they generate in the next eight years? Now, this number, I, I stood here and did the exact same exercise two years ago. That number was $1.5 billion. That number has gone up. It is today $4.3 billion. $4.3 billion that's going to be generated from the existing cohorts. No additional spend on marketing, no one new coming in in the coming eight years. Um, this, we believe, demonstrates how strong is our business model. I want to finish up and wrap up by just kind of give you what, what we believe should be the key takeaways, at least, at least from this section. First of all, a very consistent, very predictable cohort behavior that is made up of that subscription coupled with the freemium that has no churn in it, actually has positive retention. The existing cohorts, $4.3 billion. And every 100,000 subs will generate $165 million of collections in the next eight years. That's all for me. Thank you. Uh, I would like now uh, to wrap up the day. Um, I don't think that we need to be, do a big intro, as everyone here knows him very well. Uh, our CFO, Lior Shemesh. So, hello everyone, and thank you for coming today. Um, in so, so in my section, I would like to uh, actually to uh, go over uh, the overall st uh, strategy and how we look basically uh, on the future. Um, so, Nat, I'm not going to talk about 2018, um, but I want to talk about what we actually heard so far about the fact that we uh, increase our time quite dramatically, 10 times more. Uh, what a tremendous scale we have. Um, about the fact that, that Wix is really a real combination uh, of growth and, and cash flow generation. And, and I want to show that. Neil spoke a lot about uh, the, uh, how the, uh, the uh, quote behave and how it's consistent and attractive. So I would like to talk about it as well. I would like also to talk about the uh, drivers that we have uh, to continue the growth and, and how we actually uh, look at it. Um, and obviously the model. Um, when, when we launched the Wix code a few months later, uh, Avishai came to me in the morning and asked me, what's happened to the model? Where is the model? What are we going to do with it? Uh, because obviously right now the market is much, much bigger. But what was really surprised me, that he actually woke up very early in the morning to say that. <laughs> so I'm, 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 I'm going to talk about uh, the model and, and see exactly uh, 
choose this. Uh, and, and see exactly uh, what it means when we talk about a much, much larger market. So those are the, uh, uh, the years, the growth of the collection and revenue for the last uh, few years. I think that what is really uh, interesting about it is about the fact that we managed to generate uh, more than 40% growth uh, in the last three years. Now, why is it important? Um, if you guys remember uh, back in, uh, two years ago when, when I spoke about... Uh, uh, when we spoke about uh, the target model and when we think that we are going actually together, so we said that within 2018, 2019, we are going to get um, uh, probably to the target model with a, co with a top line of about $500 million. So obviously we are going to be uh, in 2019 uh, much more than that. But I think that it's what's really interesting is that we are not in the steady state phase yet. And uh, I believe that it will take a while before we actually get there. And, and I want to talk about it as well. So we are growing about, we, 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 the, the, the top line growth was about uh, more, more than 40% in the last three years. But I think that what is interesting, that at the same time, we actually generated cash and quite substantial cash. And you see actually how it's behaved. And, and this is why I think that uh, when I look at other uh, peers to try to understand exactly growth and free cash flow, uh, and this is why I think that Wix is a rare combination of that. Um, and I think, Sterling, you were the first actually to tell that. I remember that a few years ago. Um, but we actually uh, managed to do that. Um, so when I look at the model and try to understand exactly how we should do that, so this is a, a very strong slide that basically showed the, uh, what I call the efficiency score compared to SAS peers. Some people call it the rule of 40. So basically it takes the revenue growth and add to that the free cash flow as a percentage of revenue. Um, and I think that what is uh, interesting is, where is Wix uh, for 2018? Uh, so the way that I actually I want to look at it is first, we are trying to optimize growth. We will do whatever we can in order to continue the growth. At the same time, obviously, we also are increasing the free cash flow. But I believe that the time frame to get to the steady state phase is not important. But what is important, how much cash we are going to generate in the future. And the target is to deliver growth, but in a way that it will be super profitable. So take, for example, the ADI invested um, uh, uh, in the ADI, to do the NDI, to launch the ADI. But I can tell you now that the ADI is already super profitable. So obviously, when we talk about the Wix code and we talk about other product, um, and, and Mark mentioned before, uh, we are product machine. So the purpose is obviously to try to continue growing, but at the same time to do it in a way that we can actually measure the ROI. I actually look at it as some kind of investment in M&A. Think about it this way. You go and buy a company. Um, you pay an X amount of the, for the company. But you are trying to understand how much money I'm going to make out of it. So it means that every time that we want to uh, um, 
develop a major product. I'm not talking about enhancement of small features, but I'm talking about a major product. This is exactly the way that we want to do that. We want to measure that, and we want to make sure that we are profitable on that. Um, so let's talk about the uh, drivers for continue the top line growth. Uh, let's start with the uh, existing cores, and, 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 and you mentioned that very, very clearly. Um, they are going to generate um, a lot of money in the future. I think that a different way to look at it, if you look at the different court and how much uh, collection they are generating each and every year, you see that it's very stable. It makes my, my job like, you know, very, very, very easy how to predict the revenue from those courts. Um, but I think that this is something that we can assume that it will continue. And this go back to what Neil mentioned before. $4.3 billion. I know exactly how much we are going to collect in every month, in every quarter, in every year. So I know as a fact that this is something that I can count on for the next few years. And this is one of the, uh, of the drivers for our growth. The second thing is about the new courts. And, and you all heard Omer. Um, and how we do that and how efficient it is. So let's assume that it will be continue to be efficient. There is no uh, other re reason to believe why it shouldn't be. Um, and those new courts is actually performing better and better. And you saw that also in your presentation. Uh, so my assumption is that we will continue to bring those new cohorts. We might even increase the users. We might even increase conversion with all the new product. And we might even increase the ARPU. A good way to look at it is in the past three years. On the left side, you can see the uh, new registered users. It actually went up by 30%. At the same time, we doubled the amount of premium subscription. When you think about it, it's like creating another Wix with fixed cost, which basically increases your profitability. And I believe that every time that we launch a new product, every time that we launch a new feature, we improve conversion. But we are not just improving conversion, we are improving ARPO. And I believe that with those new products, especially with the Wix code, I think that this is something that will continue. And, and I believe that that will be a major, uh, major uh, driver of our growth in the future. So the next thing that I want to talk about is the time expansion. Um, I remember that last time that I was talking about it, uh, it was not very clear. But certainly, when we talk about time expansion, the week's code is a major factor. Because the, the, the week's uh, code for the first time is actually expanded our market 10 times more. Now, we need to understand this is something that is very, very major. And I believe that we have a great opportunity over here. And the way that we actually look at it, again, go back to the uh, uh, presentation that, that Avishai made, is where we are today in a DIY market. So the weak code is going to improve it as well because we're adding the codeless functionality. So we are going to improve conversion and we have still a lot of space to grow in the current market. But if, what is even more interesting is that the Wix code is actually expanding the market, open a new market for us. 
So there are two opportunities over here. The first one, improving conversion of the current market that we are operating at, but at the same time, is actually expanding the market quite significantly. So I believe that that will be a major uh, growth driver in the future. And, uh, and, and we are very, very excited about it. So let's talk about the Wix code monetization and, 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 and you guys obviously ask a lot of questions about it. Um, so the answer or the things that we already know how it's going to contribute is obviously, as I mentioned before, increase the conversion. But we also believe that it could increase the pricing. Um, we are talking about higher tier packages, we are talking about uh, all kinds of variable uh, pricing based on usage. And there are other opportunities uh, uh, as well to try to uh, um, uh, increase the pricing. So I believe that long term, the ARPU will go up as a result of that. And I want to show that as well. Uh, and I think that it's interesting because, uh, and Avishai mentioned that before, it's not just about expanding the market, but also creating all kinds of services like CRM, like email, like, like uh, communication. Um, and, and certainly this is something that it's going to contribute to the output as well, but it's also going to improve conversion because people are actually can manage their business in a way that they could never manage before. And no one, there's no other company that actually provide those capabilities. So bottom line, what is it gonna do to the target model? So I believe that the target model is not going to change. But what is interesting is to look at the time frame, where we are going to get there. So I think that in order to think about it, and I think that it's very, very clear, when we talk about high collection growth, so R&D increases, although it might go down as a percentage of collection, so we're gonna see some leverage over there, but the overall free cash flow margin is going to see a modest increase. But long term, is going to pay off. Because long term, when we get to the target model, the top line will be much, much higher. So obviously we are going to make much more cash. When we go to the steady state, so R&D investments simply goes down. But free cash flow margin keep on increasing until we actually get to the target model. So this is the way that we want to talk about it. Remember, the combination between, between free cash flow growth and growth itself. And we would like to keep that because we would like to grow, but at the same time continue generate more cash. And this is what is so rare about Wix. I would like to relate to the R&D. I know that many of you guys also ask about R&D. Where are you going to see the leverage? What's happened to the leverage? Even Avishai asked me about the leverage. And, and when you look at 2018 budget for the R&D, so clearly when we divide the R&D into major product, like the Wix code, like the new product that, that Avishai mentioned before, uh, which is a top, top secret, 
and also uh, compared to the investment, what I call on a maintenance mode. Maintenance mode means that I'm maintaining my platform. We also uh, are releasing new feature, small products, but not major products. So in, when we look at it this way, we actually you can see that there is a big leverage in R&D on a year-over-year -year basis. So the purple one, for me, is investment in the future, where you see the cost, but you don't see the benefit in top line. And this is something that this is the way that I'm actually looking at it. I'm trying to understand how much cost we invest in your product and how much money we are going to make out of it. And as I mentioned before, I think that the ADI is a perfect example for that, where you can see the purple in 2017, which was mainly the ADI, we are already super, super profitable. Bottom line, when we talk about the target model, I think that the only change from last time is about the gross margin. I took it down from 85 to 80, which actually already happened because of the accounting change with the uh, um, business, meaning we are recognized revenue not on a net basis, but on a gross basis. Um, there is no effect on free cash flow, obviously. It's just uh, accounting change. Uh, I believe that when we get to the target model, which is the steady state, and by the way, I prefer not to be there anytime soon, but when we get there, R&D is going to be 18 to 20%. And again, remember what I told you before. You see that actually R&D go down from 26 to 25. Well, it's not a huge leverage, but it does go down. Uh, and obviously, it all depends on, on future growth. Sales and marketing. Um, you heard uh, uh, Omer talking about effectiveness and how efficient we are in that. So actually, I don't provide Omer with a budget. Um, it's not because I trust him. It's simply because of the fact that um, the uh, model is actually embedded uh, uh, in, in the way that we actually perform the marketing because Omer invests money to bring new code while the older codes keep on generating revenue. So as a, as a percentage of collection, it actually keeps shrinking. You can see that by about four points on a year-over-year -year basis. And, and we are on track to get to the target model. I believe that we are going to be at 28 to 30. Uh, GNA, which basically depends on me, I can tell you that I'm very efficient. Um, you already can see that we are in the target model, so I believe that the 30% is something that we can actually get and even more than that. So I want uh, to show something, okay, about, uh, about uh, it's, it's a completely different topic, about uh, shared dilution, because I know that this is something that is very interesting uh, to our shareholders, and they'll keep asking, okay, what is going to be with the share dilution? Where are you going to be in terms of, of, of diluted number of, of shares and so on? So we want to say that we are very committed to that. Obviously, we are recruiting talents, we are maintaining employees. Uh, employees really like to work at Wix. And, and we need to, uh, to grant options and RSU in order to do that, as any other tech company. But the message is that we are committed to reducing it, 
And I want to show you, for, uh, uh, as an example, uh, a way that we actually managed to do that. And I call it uh, the cashless net exercise, where many of you guys are not familiar with that because it's not so common in the US, but it's common in Israel because the tax authorities actually allow us to do that. So I would like to explain that. Let's assume that you got 100 options and strike price is 50. Now I exercise it when the stock is $100, actually almost there. So it means that my profit is $5,000, right? Now I'm issuing 100 shares, and where you guys are actually diluted, where part of it actually go to compensate the employee, which is the $5,000, but part of it, which represent the strike price, go to the company. I'm getting the cash. And I was wondering, I don't need this cash, meaning we are generating cash. I don't need to issue shares for the strike price. So actually what we are going to do, and we are going to implement it retroactively, is that we are going to issue shares only for the profits, not for the strike price. And again, this is something that we can do uh, uh, in Israel. If you look at the same example, because I issue shares only for the employee profits, I reduce the number of shares by half. So if I'm taking all the outstanding shares that we have today, all the options, and trying to calculate what is the effect of it, is about 1.6 million shares that we will not be issuing. Obviously, it depends on the stock price. In different words, it's, this is something that should have generated for us about $170 million, meaning take all the options and multiply it by the strike price, which we are not going to get as a company to our equity. In other words, in terms of economic benefit to the shareholders, is exactly similar to share repurchase. The only change is that you are going to see that in the future, not now when the, uh, when the employee exercise that. But I think that this is a great example of how we are trying and, and, and how we are, we understand share dilution. We are doing obviously everything, everything that we can in order to control it. Uh, we have uh, 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 board members that actually uh, uh, also take care of that. Uh, and, and I think that this is something that, that is very significant because it's also going to impact on the future grants of options. So what are the takeaways from uh, uh, this presentation? I think that we have proven in the past that we have a strong record of delivery, of growth, and I believe that we will continue to do that. I think that uh, we spoke about uh, product and uh, expanding product offering and expanding the TAM. Um, and and this, is, uh, this is something that's very interesting. I can tell you that now we have an arsenal of new products that will definitely will contribute uh, to the future growth. And we are very confident in achieving our target model. Thank you. Great. Uh, Stay, stay. Uh, Lior, stay. Uh, I would actually love to invite back to the stage uh, both Avishai and Omer. Um, and Lior, you're with us, actually. 
this is for you, because yours is not working well. <coughs> and uh, we'll go to a Q&A. Can we uh, talk a little more about uh, the commerce opportunity and how you see the attach rate today and where, where you expect that to go in the future? And when you say commerce, you mean e-commerce? Yeah, the ability to transact, to build the site and actually transact monetarily on the site. So we were saying that in, in, in a huge amount of different verticals, right? So hotels would be commerce for us, right? A spa, a, a class would be selling videos, selling music, right? And we're seeing this and much more already happening on Wix. And I think the growth there is, is, is phenomenal. I think that the more that the world is moving into a futuristic kind of businesses, people offering, right, to teach you how to cook online, right? So we have a, we have a, 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 a personal trainer, right, that sells training and, and food recipe and, and, and that subscription on the website, right? for about more than $10,000 a week, right? When you see more of those things happening, right, I think that we are super prepared to serve those kind of things, and they're growing every year. So I'm very, very optimistic about it. Hi, Sterling Audi from JP Morgan. Omar, I want to circle back to, to your presentation. So marketing budget's up 2.3. You talked about the consistency in terms of the TROI in the first quarter. The users in the first quarter are only up 1.7 compared to 2015, which means the other aspect of it is the collections, so the packages um, that contribute. At least that's what I would... Am I right in that? And what have you done in terms of the change in configurations that have allowed you to increase the value per package per subscription over time and how many more levers you know can you can you pull on that going forward so first the way that i'm looking at it that uh, user is not user is not user and and you can't compare between users so for example users from russia and i gave example about russia are not the same to the users from from the us so the way that we are working and on a daily basis, it's much more sophisticated than how I just show you today, because this is just the beginning, because after that, there is marginal TROI. So our goal is to bring the next most efficient user to Wix. Not only that, even if they are convert, they are not convert and paying the same. So if I can bring, for example, in, let's go into the USA, and user will search for one keyword or search for second keyword, the package after that that they will buy is not the same. And then I'm willing to, to pay more in order to bring the users that eventually the marginal TROI is going to be better to those users. In terms of what we did, um, we did a huge amount of product launches. We did 11 thousand tests last year uh, we are going to keep working in order to improve uh, short-term and long-term all the time it's like i'm calling it in improving continuous improving this is part of for example every everyone asks me so what is your goal what is your monthly goal 
so my daily goal is to be better every day. I, I want to add to that, that selling. You know, every time we introduce a vertical or a product, we're effectively increasing output, right? So we, we did video, right? So video is a premium product, right? So people buy that, and, and on average, you can see that the output immediately goes up. And if you look at the history, so I think since we've gone public, right, every year, we manage to drive output up and up and up and up. And we do that without increasing the base price. We do it by just simply adding more options for people to buy new things. And, and so I'm, 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 I'm a strong believer that we'll be able to do it going forward. Hi. Excuse me. Uh, this is Jonathan Keyes, and uh, thank you so much for this uh, event. It's been very informative and very exciting in terms of your potential here. I have two questions, one for Avishai and one for Neor. Uh, for Avishai, you talked about uh, new products uh, for near-term future and also expanding TAM. Uh, you have a history of building your own products, uh, build, using your own technology. At what point do you start looking at getting out of that and buying something. What, can you share with us updates in terms of your M&A plans and that? Deviant art makes sense. That's, that's artists, that's chefs. You guys are developers, coders. So that makes sense. That's out of your area. But I guess in the world of technology, in the world of products, uh, update us in terms of when you would start exercising uh, more M&A. And I guess I'll ask the next question for New York. So uh, uh, I think, in fact, we did four M&A, small M&As on products until today. And, uh, and uh, when we took uh, strong teams that had expertise on something, and we got them to join Wix. And uh, I think that uh, three out of four, I'm one that I look at them and I said, okay, that was a good move. And, uh, and uh, I think that uh, a restaurant product, for example, is one of them. So obviously it's, a, it's something that we're always considering. We're not against it. We're just trying to balance between uh, uh, what, you know, the, the question of how hard it is for us to build something to the price we need to pay. And this is something that we try to balance. On the other hand, we try to balance between uh, acquisition, right, and, and Divian Art, which I think is a very big success. But it, it, the, the is biggest issue is not just integrating the technology and the products, it's also integrating the cultures and the teams, right? And uh, if Divian Art was such a major fit between the teams, right, and still took a lot of effort. So we're getting to become better at that, I think, and, and, and probably going to do when the opportunity comes, we're going to do it. Okay, and for Neuro, I uh, wanted to ask in terms of um, your uses of capital. Obviously, you're generating cash, uh, you, don't, you have very little debt, especially compared to your peers. I guess um, right now you're investing a lot of your, um, your cash generation in the company and the growth. At what point are you going to start considering uh, uh, share buyback? Is that more of the steady state? Uh, so, first of all, you're absolutely right. I mean, we don't have a lot of capex in it, meaning that we uh, uh, we buy uh, you know PCs to the employees. We um, uh, invest in, in in new offices, uh, but we are not buying servers and those kind of stuff. Um, with regard to our share uh, repurchase. Uh, so we actually submitted uh, a request to the court in Israel to approve that. Believe it or not, according to the law in Israel, you actually need to get that. Um, but uh, we want to have the, uh, uh, first of all, the option to do that if we choose to do that. 
Uh, we haven't decided to do that. I think that, you know, in the future there might be a situation where we will, uh, um, you know, definitely uh, consider that. Uh, but it's not something that right now is clearly on the table. Uh, you know, it's depend on the share price, it depends on many other things. Uh, but it's something that uh, we will consider. I think the share is very cheap now. Anubhat Khan, SunTrust. Uh, just a few questions. So I wish I spoke about how Wix code is seeing really good adoption. I think you said it's running three times ahead of your own expectations. Right now, uh, can you just clarify a few things? So you said, you gave an example of an expert sort of starting to use code. So the, the 3x uses the, that code has today. How many of that, are they new or are these experts that were originally using the <laughs> Yeah, using the VIX product and now are using code? So it's a mix, right? I think that uh, it's a mix that uh, we see a lot of old users using VIX code, a lot of experts. All the experts are trying to learn that now. All the professionals, the guys that work on VIX, are trying to learn as much as they can on VIX code. So we're seeing that and I'm definitely seeing new guys. I mean, the guy from the video was a new guy, right? And like his wife was using VIX. He never used VIX, right? And, and so, and we're seeing a lot of those guys. So. And, and, and it's pretty much divided evenly at this stage. Okay, and then in terms of the repeat usage, um, can you just sort of at least uh, provide some qualitative commentary around how often do people come back and create new sites, these experts that are using code? So that we see a lot, and, and experts varies dramatically, right? We have people with many thousands and we have people with 10 websites, right? And, and, and sometimes the one with the 10 websites have a website that are just, they sell for a huge amount of money. And, 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 and so it, it definitely varies, but a, a big portion of our website every month are being created by experts. Uh, but in terms of retention, are you, I mean, can you just sort of... Uh, yeah, absolutely. I think that it's very early to say, but we, I can already name projects, right? <coughs> that because of Wix code stayed on Wix and didn't mature out of Wix. But they come to a place where the functionality was such that it didn't come out of the box in Wix, right? And the expert choose to learn code, do it with code, or ask somebody to do it for him with code if there was a bit more technical things. And then kept the project on Wix. So this is definitely help retention. Okay, but and then uh, unrelated question. So I think uh, you talked about, maybe it was near, about opening a customer support uh, center for Europe mm -hmm. and having basically no, no impact on the gross margin. So how does it kind of work through the P&L and how should we think about sort of maybe build out of customer service going forward? Maybe 20 so customer service, I just want to say, is a profitable activity. Most of what our customer service is doing is helping free users, okay, finish the website and they can upgrade. So, so we, we are not going to hire uh, 500 employees in day one. Uh, so obviously uh, it will be over time. Uh, second thing, as Avishai mentioned, we know that customer support is something profitable. Think about people that ask for help and get help. You know, most likely, uh, more likely they, they will convert. Um, so I think that, and, and by the way, those, those, those people are not selling the product. Um, so I think that uh, we have proven also in the last couple of years that we actually increased the number of agents and, and it, it, there was no major impact on gross margin. 
Yeah, so I believe that it will. If you remember Omar's slide, we in three years we tripled the amount of of uh, agents we have, and there was no impact on on the, the gross margin. So it's a very effective. Uh, um, it's a very effective uh, operation. Great. The uh, Aaron Kessler, Raymond James. The stat of only about ten percent of users kind of DIY today in the market. That still seems pretty low. A lot of room for upside. Are you seeing a trend of Newer users coming into the platform or new small businesses, much more uh, kind of digital natives, uh, much more inclined to do a DIY website. And we didn't talk as much about mobile today, just your thoughts on kind of mobile site creation as well as kind of mobile app um, increasing the robustness of the app going forward as well. Thanks. So uh, let me try and answer the second part of the question first and then the first one. And, and, and so the second one, well, there is a mix here between right, mobile application to mobile websites, right? And they are very different things. And today, small businesses cannot put mobile applications on the, on the app store, right? They are blocked from that. So it doesn't really make sense for us to offer a way to develop those. And the mobile sites, we are very, very good at that. We have fantastic mobile sites, and, and, and it works great. And, uh, and pretty much, I think that if you combine all the mobile fit, right? People that actually build the sites for mobile sites in the world and combine and look at the one we have in Wix, we probably have more mobile sites than anything else combined, right? So we're doing pretty well there. And, and, and I expect that this will continue to be the trend. Today we actually allow you to build a website from your phone, so you don't even have to have a computer, right? And the first part of your question, right, was about do we see new kind of businesses arriving to Wix? Uh, more just arriving, are they much more inclined to do DIY versus hiring a professional? Which so, so the split in which was always mm, uh, toward people doing it themselves, right? That was always the that was always the base. And I think that if you look at it, right, younger people today, they know how to they learn in high school how to program, right? They know JavaScript, right? they know CSS, they know HTML. They come to weeks after the university or during the university, okay. They, they know so much that most of them are trying to do it themselves, right? And, uh, and uh, so this is a trend that has always been increasing. Mm -hmm. And I think we are lucky to be on the right side of that trend. Got it. Great. Thank you. Yeah, great. Thanks, Matt Paul with William Blair. Just had a question on Wix code. As you think about the growth of that product, is the majority of new websites that are going to come on through Wix code that are going to drive the growth, is it going to be new websites being built, or do you think that that 90% of the market right now that's being addressed by the web pros, do you expect the conversion of those over to Wix code to be a significant growth driver as well? Every year, there are approximately uh, 60 million websites that have been built. And those are new websites, right? And probably about, this is hard to estimate, but probably about 60 million more that have been rebuilt, right? And I, I think that the 120 million is the potential, okay, for people to move things to Wix code. And uh, uh, so, I mean, it's gonna be the combination, but it's a huge market, and it will take us time to capture all of it, right? But I think we can definitely get a very large percentage out of it. Yeah, hi, Tim Pussell. Um Two questions on Wix code. First, um, do you think a lot of the agencies will be able to convert right to their their employees to using Wix code right away, 
or do you think you're going to have to do some training or have some webinars or something like that? And how does that affect the gross margins, particularly uh, after initial sale of, of Wix code? I think that it's going to be a combination, right? And I think that some of the agencies will want to, uh, uh, to have training, and some other agencies will just go look at the videos, look at the tutorials, and start playing with that, right? If you have developers, right? developers today don't so much do training. They want to have instructions on how to use it and that nobody will talk to them, right? And, uh, and uh, so I, I think that a lot of the agencies are on that side. I do know that some of the Wix experts that we had for a long time are now giving lessons right, to agencies on how to use Wix code. So they kind of like said, okay, I'll do it for money, and they go around and they train agencies. We were not involved in that process. We just read about it later. <laughs> So this is pretty awesome. Okay, then a question for Lior. Oh. Um, this is going to be a higher price product. Will we even see monthly subscriptions or will these all be annual or maybe even multi-year subscriptions for Wix code? So I think that actually, uh, I'm not sure that we can actually uh, define that, but uh, I will let my friend over here, Omer, because he's like, soon like really, really bored to answer that. <laughs> I'm with Jens, I don't need uh, your microphone. We, we're still not sure. Um, I think that uh, <clears throat> part of five, our philosophy is to give the user that would like to go with monthly, to go with monthly, and users that would like to go with a yearly, to go with yearly. So I think that in terms of philosophy of how to build uh, pricing and working with our customers, we will provide monthly. Um, but again, it's initial thought. We will start uh, rolling it out. We will test, like all the tests that we are doing, and we'll take it from there. Two related questions. So what, what are the current customer service hours that you offer in your call center in the US? And then related to that, uh, are you thinking about your customer support differently with Wix code and maybe people running more mission-critical websites or things where the developer wants to do something at two in the morning, sort of what your support philosophy will be. Yeah, so uh, today uh, we are not yet at 24 7. We're kind of uh, at uh, 20, 26, something like that. And uh, part of what we want to do is, is, as we spoke about Europe, is to add that to support and, and expand it. Uh, and we are also considering maybe doing another smaller. Uh, Call center even uh, sometime later this year or early uh, uh, next year, sometime in, in, in Asia Pacific to kind of create the follow the sun and, and get to a, to a full 24-7. Uh, full, uh, um, I don't know yet if what people who are using Wix code at 2 a.m., uh, will they prefer to call in, which knowing developers, I actually kind of doubt it, but I'm willing to find out, and if so, to answer that. Um, I think we, we definitely have the capability and know how to, to extend that if, if, if needs be. Uh, so far, what we've seen is that they are, if they want to communicate with us, they actually prefer to communicate that through a, more of a community and forum communication, where they can just post something, get an answer. Many times things are answered by the community itself uh, way before uh, the, the Wix uh, developer comes in, um, and they just move on. And obviously, they, as Avishai mentioned, they really want very tight documentation, which is something that we know we need to supply them. 
a couple questions on Wix code. Um, first, you know, from the marketing perspective, uh, you talked about kind of an ecosystem um, approach as you're looking at software developers. I was hoping you could give us a little additional color on that, like how much of the importance is, um, say, like a Wix arena versus live events or, you know, any other kind of um, angles you'll go after there, um, and then just kind of how you'll execute on that and kind of the time frame for ramping that. So we start thinking and rolling out at the same time. So for example, a lot of the focus of the Miami event that we did two weeks ago was about, was about the Wix code. Um, the forum about Wix code that we launched immediately, we opened the alpha to our product. It's really live, Nir just mentioned that. Everyone, the, the, those users are not calling our support. This is not the way that they are thinking. This is not the way they are behaving. They would like someone, a developer, to help them on the forum. Uh, a lot of, of, of uh, community thinking and working and rolling out will happen in the next two months. Regarding the arena, <clears throat> it's something crucial uh, to bring uh, traffic to the um, developers and designers and marketing experts from our resources because we have tons of traffic inside the Wix ecosystem and we'll do more in order to push traffic to them so they can help users that have some difficulties. And all the things that I just mentioned is going to happen till the end of this year. Okay, and then my second one was kind of around the financial um, side of code. You know, you guys have talked before about kind of a second half impact. Given that there's no, you know, pricing out there yet, I was wanting, you know, to try to get some color on how to think about that. Is it something where um, you think that's all going to come from conversion? Um, or is there, you know, should we be starting to think about um, kind of some pricing coming in or how, how that kind of rolls out through the year? So I think that there is no change of from what uh, we said before. We, we obviously see um, uh, a very small contribution to conversion already, but it's very, very small. We need to remember when we start the years, uh, when we start the year about 80% uh, of, of, of top line coming from other courts. Uh, so it means that it takes time until actually you can see the benefit from, uh, uh, from new product. Um, so I wouldn't expect that in 2018, perhaps late 2018, but definitely 2019. I think we got time for one more question. Thanks. Uh, just a couple follow-ups. You mentioned earlier in the presentation Wix ADI and moving it more globally. Can you remind us where Wix ADI is available today and what the rollout path for Wix ADI is? So we actually decided this time not to reveal the geographies. Seriously, because of a obvious competitive reason, competitor reason that we're seeing that they are just running to copy everything that we do. Okay, and then maybe one other follow-up: as you look at the the users at this point, what percentage of the users are taking more than just the basic package? So we talked about video and and all the other add-ons. So what percentage at this point are taking something additional, and how has that changed over the last twelve months? So I think that right now we are talking about, first of all, the change um, was uh, uh, quite uh, substantial over the last, uh, the last year or so, um, when it went up by approximately 30%. Now, um, if you guys remember in the past, we said that the adoption of vertical uh, from our users, uh, we believe that it will be 50% and more. So I think that we are on the right track together. Um, 
but uh, right now it's it's uh, it's actually more than uh, it's 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 about 35 percent. I'm talking obviously about uh, new users coming in. Changing uh, from Needham, uh, just a follow up on international rollout. Just wondering, in terms of marketing strategy, are you managing TROI um, at the same level for both US or international, or does the international rollout will cause slower growth on the US? No. So we are managing it globally. Uh -huh. We already um, expanded our offering to all of those countries. Right. So there is not going to be open geographic that we already not there. And then we will take in decision according to marginal TROI uh, unless we decide that we would like to have specific brand activity to invest to in specific geographic. But this is something that I'm not expected to. Okay, thanks. Okay, so uh, I want to thank my teammates. Uh, thank you very much. Um, um, <coughs> we'll uh, take one more minute just to kind of uh, summarize how we think about the day. But before I say that, uh, I want to first just take one last opportunity to first thank all of you for coming in and supporting us and, and, and learning more about the story. Uh, and secondly, to thank... Uh, uh, Joe and Maggie and the amazing uh, Wix team that made all this uh, day happen. Uh, you made it all easy and stunning, so thank you. And before we leave you, I just want to kind of uh, leave you with the kind of uh, what we think are the highlights or the, the key takeaways of the day. Uh, the 130 million uh, users with uh, uh, 2 million that are being added every month, uh, so we're still growing very, very fast. Um, the, the, the very vast uh, TAM and the fact that Wix code actually allows us to go deeper into, into uh, the TAM and expand it. Obviously, the, uh, the power of the existing courts and the $4.3 million, $4.3 billion they'll generate over the next eight years, $165 million of collections from every uh, 100,000 net subs, and uh, again, as Omer mentioned, TRY is stable over the last three years uh, as marketing investment and collections grew 2.3x. Um, obviously, that's put us on what Lior said, which is the track to achieve the target model. And the last very important point that is not on the screen is that um, we have an open tab in the bar next door, and we would like all of you to come out and join us for a drink. So thank you.